0: it's episode 22 of the tv junk podcast and this is secret invasion my name is greg thanks for checking out the podcast you can uh, follow us on twitter or do i call it x now i don't know i'm just gonna stick with twitter tv junk podcast you can also email us to tv at uh, gmail.com and yes this is the number one rated television review podcast in malaysia and luxembourg and i've got malaysia and luxembourg's two favorite tv junk podcast guests on the show today we've got dax dax how's it going
1: not bad it's i, I didn't realize that i was that popular in luxembourg to be honest with you i'm happy huge yeah huge. that's amazing uh malaysia as well that's a pretty big deal um Uh, let's just jump real quick onto that x thing because i just for the first time noticed today i don't know if he just did it or because like i logged onto my phone i'm like what is this x app like what's happened here and i thought somebody just secretly planted it on my phone and then i realized that it was twitter after a couple seconds and i haven't really been keeping up with that whole shit but i just find that funny i didn't people are probably losing their minds yeah
0: Oh yeah. yeah, people are going nuts. Like there are, there are, they were like, "Oh, you can uh, do this and get the bird uh, icon back on your phone. You don't have to look at the X." And I was like, "Whatever." Does it really matter? Does, it, I, yeah, does I want the bird back?
2: You want the bird back? <laughs> and right,
0: we've so. got uh, the other
2: favorite of Luxembourg and Malaysia. It's Nuno. Welcome back, Nuno. Hey, thanks for having me. Hello, Luxembourg. Hello, Malaysia. I love you all.
1: <laughs> and uh, just a heads up for because as if anyone follows um, the sound of my voice on any of my guest appearances on the, the junk series is, is, um, I like to peel back the onion. Um, as said in the very beginning of my appearance with Frank on uh, film junk, Nuno right now, if he sounds better than normal, it's because he is using the greatest setup of all time. He looks fantastic in full HD. His hair is on point. <laughs> I, his five o'clock shadow is miraculous. And uh, yeah, the microphone is uh, set up is very similar to one uh, Dwight guy. So uh, that's why he sounds so damn good.
2: Now he's in the Film Junk studio. That I am. Is... My, my, my first time at this particular uh, studio. Did you get, uh, did you, did you have dinner? Did you get invited for dinner too? I, I'm hoping there's something afterwards. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice. Just, if not, just go into the fridge. Yeah, i no, need
2: to talk myself. So
0: uh yeah we're here to talk about Marvel's uh, Secret Invasion uh from Disney Plus and uh it was it was a show that was 6 episodes and uh that might be the best thing that I could say about it. Um, I, I
1: have to agree with you there.
0: Yeah. 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 Um but uh I figure since we haven't uh, gotten together with the uh, two guys in a while we'd uh, catch up on uh some other things that uh have been out. Uh, have you uh, both seen uh, Across the Spider-Verse? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Twice. twice.
0: Right. I know, I'll just talk a little bit about that. Uh, I saw it uh, last week and probably is the best thing that I saw in theaters so far this year. I thought it was incredible. I mean, like, the, the animation is uh, as good as it, uh, as it was in, in Into the Spider-Verse and the characters. Uh, it was uh, It was nice to see well thought out characters and well written characters, and and to see their their journey and their growth through the movie, as opposed to you know what we saw in Secret Invasion where I don't I don't know really what what that was, but uh, um, you know like you you said you saw it twice. I'm assuming you loved
2: it. I, I did. It's uh it's my first six out of five, like um, following the junk standards of nice. the year. Uh, loved it as much if not more than the first one. But I mean, I, I've seen the first one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a frank here and say uh, I've probably seen the first one 24 times. Oh nice. wow it's nice. just it's just it's just always on. Like I guess my kids love it too. Yeah so, that's great. um leading up to across the spider verse both of my children were so so excited about it that it's just constant it it's just always on it's all on it's on every television every device in the house so I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll come in my daughter will be watching it and I'll just I'll, I'll sit down and I'll be like, oh I'll catch a few minutes and I end up watching you know a good 40 minutes to an hour of it. So uh, yeah it's constantly watching it. I've seen yeah cross spider verse twice. I agree with you Greg like I love this world I love the characters like I honestly I I was I was getting like you know I was sad when <laughs> I was sad when the movie was over I immediately want right. to watch it again and that's always a good it, you don't get that
1: feeling that often with movies I, I find never these do days anymore. I know and it, it I agree with you it was a very like I was on the same page as you it was an absolute feast for thine eyes for sure that film just visually uh the storytelling the characters like you guys said couldn't agree more um yeah it, it's such a it's such a good franchise you know thus far I can't imagine them fucking it up you know to the point where it doesn't it's no good um it's just a, such a cool thing that they've created here and i i agree it's amazing I, I don't know if i talked about it on junk but i seem to remember giving it a six out of five and i don't know you, you did so did we talk about it on film junk
2: yeah i i wasn't there but yeah you definitely okay a six yeah i did and i was i, I was already, surprised already, the other you were? the other guys i think they were given like fours and fives not yeah. even i think it was fours and four and a halfs yeah 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 uh,
1: anyways i mean hey there's no accounting for taste right
2: yeah
1: um but uh
0: yeah like i i I thoroughly enjoyed it um i i had seen a few things online of uh, uh fortunately i didn't have the ending spoiled but uh nice uh spoiler we may talk about the movie a little bit so if you haven't seen it yet well you may want to skip ahead a few minutes if you know but uh uh i had seen some of the uh like the the Easter eggs of some of the different spider people that they had inserted uh into the movie and there was uh a, a spider
2: canada did you guys see uh, any I think of I this did, yeah. I did see that yeah like the, the, the hockey it, playing spider yeah. spider person it, yeah and I, I follow a lot of the artists on where it shows up in my Twitter feed not X a lot of the artists their stuff is popular in trends and I think that that costume was it was based on one of the like a like Canadian Olympic, yeah, forms from like the seventies or something. Not, I I can't remember which year exactly. I I, I couldn't. Uh,
0: I didn't spot that character in the movie, but uh, um, so hopefully on a on a second watch, I'll uh, I'll I'll be able to point that one out. But uh, yeah, super cool, mm-hmm. uh, great movie uh, all the way through. Um, has there been anything else uh, comic book related that has come out? The Flash. The Flash. Oh, which
2: I which, have yet to actually. see. I, I didn't
1: watch it either. I heard it was I, so abysmally bad, and
2: I, I just watched it not long ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: Tell us, bud, what do no, you got? Get, no spill one spill the tea. It.
2: No one would would watch it with me. I wanted to watch it, you know, kind of just for a laugh with my son, and he he wouldn't have any of it. So wow, I did watch it all in one sitting. Oof, um, it is hilariously watchable. Like it's awful. Wow. It has some of the strangest effects and just visual storytelling choices i've seen since i don't know i guess the word love and thunder yeah that's it's, fair it I, is brutal i'm still
1: blown away by the art direction choice of how he runs i think it is the stupidest looking thing that they it's could weird. have done they when i saw it in jla or whatever it was when we first saw him i was like what are they doing with this flappy like the only thing i could think of is i guess like they're trying to make he's going so fast he can't even really control it that's how the whole point of it is that he's that is his thing running doing things really fast you think he would look absolutely perfect at doing it you know what i mean like i don't know like it was just a bad design choice i i don't understand it It just makes everything look stupid in my opinion And
2: it's weird I, at no point in the movie do they represent speed in any way that Actually, looks like he's moving fast. Really, I do the opposite. Like, <laughs> there's so many times, and these scenes are really drawn out. And it, you know, if he's gonna run from, uh, what, is he from? Is it Central City or is it Coast City? Can't Central, Central. I, I think that's yeah, what it yeah. is in the comics. So you know, for instance, right away, in the opening, he runs from Central City to Gotham, and he does this weird, he does this weird starting point, and he doesn't even he doesn't start off like a runner, like a runner's starting position. He's totally off balance with one of his legs kind of in the air as high up as possible and looks like he's about to fall over and I'm like who runs like that like this is before he even runs and then when he does he's not moving fast at all and nothing around him is actually progressing quickly so I'm like it he literally looks as though he's jogging for the first 20 seconds of it and nothing is happening and then suddenly he whizzes past a few cars And then the effects look unfinished because suddenly you just see there's like the horizon is so far in the distance and there's not a single car. There's not a single person. There's not a single building. It's just this like infinity highway with nothing around them. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that makes no sense. And then the rest of the run from all the way into Gotham City is that there's no buildings there's nothing on the landscape and I'm like this looks completely unfinished how did this come out this yeah way?
1: not to mention that to sell the speed you want to have the representation of it in the environment right like passing the buildings yeah. and that's that's how you're going to get the visual there's references nothing, to somebody nothing, moving fast relative
2: to yeah exactly face and distance is just this insanely perfectly flat area with not a single tree not a single building <laughs> is this some alternate reality like Is he the last man on earth? Like what happened? Well, it's, it's weird because like Fox, you know,
0: with the X-Men movies, they used Quicksilver a number of times. Um, They did
1: that perfectly
2: in in my opinion. And like, those were some of the best scenes. The highlights of those, of those, Those, uh, the uh, X-Men movies. Yeah. So, yeah, I
0: I don't know. I mean, they, uh, I don't recall that ever looking uh, terrible, but uh, I mean, just, uh, just the things that I've seen online, like this this movie, visually, like makes my eyes want to vomit. Like yeah. it looks so bad, and like, and I've seen the the surprise scenes at the end uh, with uh, with the different worlds and stuff with oh, yeah. Christopher Reeve and and Nicolas Cage and all that, and uh, it looks awful, just awful. And I don't understand how, like, like. Like they 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 promoted the hell out of this movie, and everybody kept saying that it was this amazing feat of of filmmaking. And if that's what they thought was good, it makes me question what they think was bad. And I kind of want them to release that Batgirl movie that they completely shelved yes. because they said it was terrible. Well, I mean, like it would have to be like <laughs> something that I would have made for it to be as bad as they think it is compared to how bad the act the flash is which which they thought was good so
3: yeah
0: i don't know and Just you know, to, it,
3: it
2: had like I'm, I'm pretty sure like you know so many reshoots like what three years of post-production what movie needs three years of post-production
0: yeah i mean uh, i understand covid might have been an issue with with all that and but,
1: but well, also Lord. probably when they were trying to figure out if they should shit can it because of ezra miller and all that i remember it was during a weird time right yeah and the failure of jla and all that kind of stuff but Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Gunn had nothing to do with this one, right?
2: No, no, he hasn't had anything to do with anything that uh, is still coming out. Except for promoting it as the greatest comic movie of all time. Right, right. He did do that.
0: Um, But hey, you know, if he's not directly involved with that, I guess he can say that, I suppose. Um, So there's only two more movies left of the whole pre-James Gunn DCU era, so... Oh, the uh, Beetlejuice
1: Beetle, Blue Beetle,
0: that Blue Beetle, looks, and then that, uh, that
2: looks and... possibly worse than the Flash.
1: Really, yeah.
0: and
2: I then, feel uh... like
1: I feel like I feel like Blue Beetle. Like, I agree. I don't want to watch it by any means, but I feel like it looks better than just based on the trailers, visually and VFX wise. They're biting off more than they can, or and a good ample amount with this because it's more like an Iron Man, right? Like, like you know, you have yeah. got a suit and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, whatever they do with the Flash looks terrible. Sorry, Greg
0: that's all right and then we got aquaman another aquaman movie still to come
1: but i mean they've already kind of that that's worked why because it's fucking on momoa's shoulders and you know i feel like that's been the most believable thing well wonder woman was good too in my opinion for the most wonder woman one was awesome uh 84 i you know give her i think i i enjoyed bits of it but i do remember it feeling not as great like the final fight with the villain and all that shit like the whatever that was but i mean i didn't hate it um but
0: yeah there were things about the first Aquaman movie that I did enjoy I think they they nailed the costuming of all the characters uh pretty close to um like comic book accuracy which I appreciated and they had an octopus playing the drums which (laughs) was like the coolest thing I'd seen in a movie in a long time and what a a genius way to incorporate sea creatures (laughs) I
2: I think I think the original Little Little Mermaid did it first no (laughs) No, oh, maybe or, or, I haven't seen the Little maybe, Mermaid since it came out. So maybe the I don't know if it played. I don't know. Uh, it played something. Maybe it played like a, a xylophone. Maybe a xylophone. Yeah. Times or something. Yeah.
1: You're definitely right. It definitely used the arms and definitely was hitting something. You know. You're absolutely right. And I think it was in the uh, the seaweed is always greener in somebody <laughs> else's lake. <laughs> well done. But uh, we are here
0: to talk about Marvel's Secret Invasion. Starring Samuel Jackson, Ben Mendelson, Kingsley Benadire, uh, Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, Don Cheadle. Created by uh, Kyle Bradstreet and and written mostly by uh, Brian Tucker. And uh, yeah, so here's the story. It's uh, uh, can I can I start can I start yeah, here please, Sorry, please you,
1: can I start by saying that <laughs> Greg said to me in the email he's like are we gonna do this thing I'm like oh that's right I have to watch this thing. And I said, I have zero, I had zero desire to watch this yep. series. And I was, I would have completely skipped it, but then we all came together as a, as a threesome yes. and decided to do it for the fans because yes. right. they needed another two hours of Marvel TV yes. podcasting. So sorry, yes. with that being said, let's do this, buddy.
0: The premise is a uh, Nick Fury is uh, coming back down from, is it sword? Saber. Saber. <laughs> Saber. Saber. <laughs> Close. Um, he comes down to work with uh, Talos uh, to uncover a conspiracy uh, by a group of renegade scrolls led by Gravik, who planned to gain control of the Earth by posing as different humans around the world. Now that premise, if that's what we got in the show, that actually I thought was was interesting. I thought we maybe get like a spy thriller with some with some action thrown in, and maybe a little less superhero stuff. Um, which is essentially um, uh, kind of what they what they gave us, but I just thought it would be good as opposed to uh, bad, which it was. <laughs> um, so like, the idea of the show I thought was was kind of cool. Like you know, who's a scroll? Who's a person? Who and what what kind of chaos can they uh, can they cause doing all this? Um. So, I mean, uh, Dax, I know you thought you were just gonna uh skip it, and because you didn't have any interest in it. But, but, Nuno, did you have any kind of interest in it, or or were you just gonna? Uh, it's MCU. I've, I've watched all the MCU stuff. I'm just gonna watch it.
2: Yes, I I feel obligated to watch a lot of Disney Plus originals. Um, I can no longer convince my son to watch them with me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, uh, he dropped off halfway into the first episode of Hawkeye and has not returned. He says he'll come back for Loki season two, and I'm looking forward to that later this year. Did you watch the trailer? It was just released today. I haven't. And I didn't uh. know much about Secret Invasion. I think I knew a bit of the casting. I think I knew Ben Mendelsohn was reprising his role from... Captain Marvel and obviously it sounds cool that Samuel Jackson's going to be headlining a TV series, right? That's pretty cool. You know, he always has little bit parts in the MCU. Uh has less to do in the films now than ever, right? Uh so seemed promising. I do love a good espionage thriller. Um I think the Winter Soldier is still one of my favorite MCU films. Uh and because of that espionage angle. Um yeah. Love me a good spy thriller. Uh this yeah, we just kind of giving like a general general thoughts? Um yeah we, we we can do that. I was
0: just kind of uh gauging what your interest was prior to to watching it. And
2: like it was yeah s-
0: I, similar to what I thought. You know I, I'm no longer excited. Yeah I'm thriller. no longer
2: excited about anything the mcu has to offer (laughs) sounds so bleak yeah i'm no
1: longer interested in anything somebody clip that would they no (laughs) longer interested in anything
2: i think (laughs) uh, guardians of the galaxy i was i enjoyed i was pleasantly surprised even though james gunn hasn't made a bad guardians film i think it was a great uh a great adieu to those characters and i think from there there's nothing on the mcu horizon which i'm looking forward to except for yeah i guess loki season two It,
0: it it feels like they've they've kind of run the gamut on like the the most interesting heroes and the most popular ones already and uh you know we've said goodbye to steve rogers and we've said goodbye to tony stark and natasha romanoff and that's kind of half well that is half of the mm-hmm. of the original avengers lineup and uh so now we're we're getting a lot of the newer characters and uh you know more characters that i'm not familiar with um from from the comics anyway because you know they kind of debuted after i stopped reading and uh i i think the problem with a lot of the disney plus things is that um you know they they launched the service and there was a ton of pressure to get a shit ton of subscribers so they were like what's our most popular stuff it's uh it's star wars it's marvel and it's you know things that people who are subscribing to this that have kids now might have watched when they were kids which so that's why we got like like the mighty ducks television show and uh i don't know maybe there was a, uh I think there was a, a show not not Airbud, uh but uh um one of the one of the cop dog movies was turned oh, into a television show. Canine. Which one?
2: Is it is it canine? No, it wasn't. It was oh, turned no, into Hooch. No, turn Hooch. That's it. turn into so. Hooch. Yeah, so like
0: they just right. started feeding all of this shit, and uh, gradually, what we all started to notice is that, um, uh, one by one, things weren't that good, or, or we were getting something decent, and then something terrible, and then something okay, and uh, you know, the Star Wars stuff kind of a little bit like that but like i think the the marvel stuff has taken a a big hit there's a lot less um good stuff than there is um uh bad um i'm I'm specifically speaking of like episodes like there was a couple of things in she Hulk that were good and there were a couple of things in ms marvel that were good but there was more that was not good in those theories um in this series um it was i was hard pressed to find anything that i thought was good in this other than I think the CGI actually looked okay in this. And, and in the past Marvel shows, that was one of the big things that didn't work. And, and like She-Hulk, a lot of it looked awful. And I think they spent so much time really nailing the CGI in this, they actually forgot that they needed to write something that was coherent and understandable and enjoyable for people to watch. And, and I think that's kind of what we ended up with. No, but, scathing uh, scathing
1: well okay. yeah
0: well like, i think i don't think i think we kind of have an idea of, of what we all thought of the show um but i i will say that it started off okay like it uh I, I think episode by episode um uh it gradually got worse until the very end um which has been a big problem with a lot of the the marvel shows on disney plus is that uh, the finale uh is always always seems to be a bit of a letdown uh in a way but this one this was wasn't just a a a letdown this was just like bad television from beginning to end and and the fact that they fit that much bad into like 32 minutes of a finale or 34 minutes was was actually bravo well done like they they accomplished something there for sure um all right so let's kind of just kind of go through the show and and talk about some of the stuff in the episodes. Uh, how how recently have you watched it? Dax? Did you just watch it recently?
1: Uh define recently. Within like, the within the past 18 hours? Yes. Yes, I did. Yep. <laughs> so I started watching last night at uh the first episode and fell asleep halfway through and tried to keep waking up and rewinding, you know, when you're doing the, the, the I said, fuck it. And I went to bed and then just watched all of it today. So I was very grateful. It's only six episodes. Very grateful. Mm -hmm. And I think the first episode was an hour, wasn't it? And then they Uh, got shorter. Yes. Okay. Cause I was like, Oh God, six hours of this. Okay. Right. But then I was surprised when I started getting through them, I'm like, Oh, okay. Cliffhangers. whatever. I'm like, did that was an hour already? Maybe it is good. I don't know. But then I started noticing that they're like 30, 40 minutes or whatever. I thought, um, so yeah, so I, I watched it all, uh, yesterday or just today.
0: The, uh, this is the first Disney plus MCU show without a single post credit scene.
1: That's a good point. Okay. I kind of appreciate that too, because that's kind <laughs> of an, that's annoying to have to sit through all the credits to get the fucking, it's not a movie guys. Like let's go yeah. wrap this up. Yeah. And, uh,
2: Nuno, when did you watch this? Did you watch it weekly as it came out? Uh, weekly, but usually the weekend. Like the they air they drop Wednesdays. I'd usually watch them, uh, Saturday, Sunday, possibly the Monday. So yeah, I watch them one at a time, which is I'm told and you warned us, (laughs) the way to watch this show. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because like I I watched the first
0: two episodes together, and then uh, and then uh, weekly afterwards. And but yeah, like from what I heard, it was a better watch uh, to watch it all the way through. But Dax, you know. Maybe, maybe no actually that
1: much no better. no it's it's weird because I'm, I'm about to say it's funny that like because my like based on your reaction how you're talking about it maybe it was better because i don't have the disgust <laughs> that you seem to have in your voice which is fair and I, i'm looking forward to breaking that down um but yeah no i i didn't love it by any means and there's a lot of right. question marks there's a lot of like what the hell was this who's the the English woman with the gun. The, I have no idea who that is. And like, you can tell there's bit characters that I'm supposed to remember from all these shows and, and movies and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, well, whatever. I don't know. So anyways, but yeah, it's interesting. Cause I'm getting the vibe that maybe I did enjoy it more than you. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that had to do with the watching it all together. Probably did though. Cause I don't think I would have, if I'd watched episode one, you're right. Maybe I wouldn't have bothered, you know, to keep going kind of, if I was watching it on my own. Um, so the the series opens up
0: with uh, with uh, Martin Freeman uh, reprising reprising his role as uh, Everett Ross, and he's kind of um, speaking. I, I think he's, he's talking to uh, a CIA agent, and he ends up killing that person. Um, and then uh, he gets chased by Talos, and then you know he ends up dying at the end of the pursuit. And then it's revealed that Everett Ross is a Skrull, uh in the first episode. And I'm and so at this point I was like, okay, so uh this is like the first character that we've that we know of, uh, that we've seen in previous stuff that is now known as a scroll. And so at this point I'm thinking, okay, how long has this guy been a was he a scroll in in uh, in the, in Wakanda forever? Was he exactly. a scroll in like when when and how long has this character been a scroll? And and I mean, I think that's kind of the point of of starting the show off that way, because you're like, ooh, intrigue, like espionage. This is kind of what I'm looking forward to. And and um, so uh, Fury shows up. Uh, he comes down. He comes back to planet Earth from being up at Saber for
1: for who knows uh, how long. I get the feeling it's numbers of years, like five years or something. Yeah,
0: like I, I think it had had been a while for sure. And, uh like uh Murray Hull uh is in the first episode so like they're 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 putting in a lot of uh familiar characters um throughout the beginning of the of the show um so uh the, the whole thing ends up uh, they call Fury because they discover that uh, Ross is a scroll when he dies and uh so um he comes down uh, again, he's been in space for, I, I guess, probably since the, the blip or the snap or whatever you want to call it. And uh, um, Fury finds out that Talos has been exiled from the the Skrull Council, um, and he was replaced by a guy named Gravik, who's played by uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir. And I will say that he was one of two uh, uh, actors in the show that I thought the performance was was great throughout. Um, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, his performance as, as Gravick throughout the series. I thought he, he, uh, got a lot of stuff to dig his teeth into, um, playing that kind of a, a character. Like, I don't think I've ever actually seen him in anything else. I know. I, I think he was in, um, um, Bridgerton. I think that's where he's most famous from that Netflix show, Bridgerton, but I'm not.
1: I never saw it. So I wouldn't know. Right. He was, he was a new face to me as well, Greg. Yeah.
0: So I thought he was really good uh, throughout the series. Um uh Nuno, what'd you think of Kings the and his role as
1: Gravik?
2: I liked him too. I again I haven't seen him in anything. I think he plays like, he plays one of the many Kens in the Barbie movie. Yeah, oh, okay. Maybe. And, yeah. Um but I, I thought he was great. I did enjoy his performance. Yes, he is he is just like you. He is one of two of my favorite performers in this series um so fury is quickly uh
0: uh, kidnapped by mi6 agents but uh and uh he uh meets an old acquaintance and we're introduced to uh sonia fallsworth portrayed by olivia coleman who was the second person in the show that i thought was really good that i enjoyed throughout the series um now uh sonia fallsworth is uh from what i can remember is is not uh like an actual marvel comics character however uh the name fallsworth uh is associated with a marvel comics character are you guys familiar with the uh british superhero named union jack
1: i've only heard of the name he... never read anything about him
0: yeah so exactly. um uh, Union Jack was a member of the Invaders, which was a, a superhero team that was put together to fight Hitler and the Nazis during World War II. And it was Captain America, and it was Union Jack, and it was Namor, and it was the original Human Torch, which was a, an android. And um, and this was a comic series that was set during World War II, and they had adventures and fought Nazis and things like that. Um, and then there was uh, like the son of that character, um also became known as union jack in in kind of the modern day so i think this was essentially um um taking that name and it was i'm assuming it's mostly just an easter egg and that they didn't uh um you know do the gender swap that uh, marvel has been uh, doing a lot in their disney plus shows i just think they just took the name and said okay you guys who have read the comics might know who this is and that's uh that's kind of who this character is but she's like the i guess like one of the top brass and in, in mi6 and and she doesn't really want to work with fury to stop Gravik, which at the time i didn't really understand because you would think that uh um you know someone who works for mi6 who's probably used to spies and things like that would probably be a little more concerned that there were shape-shifting aliens replacing uh people uh in the in the world of influence and so I, I didn't quite understand her you know refusal to work with fury other than just maybe she just didn't trust him um but uh, that was like the first of a number of things throughout this series which didn't really make a lot of sense at, at the time so you know fury fury drops a bug and so he eavesdrops uh, on her and uh and they they kind of get the idea that there's going to be a bunch of dirty bombs that are going to be dropped somewhere and uh, they need to make sure that uh, the scrolls aren't going to blow everything up. Um, and so they kind of get to Talos' daughter, Gaia, uh, who was in Captain Marvel, but as a small child. So that character right. was um, someone that we had seen before, but now she's grown up and played by Amelia Clark from uh, the Game of Thrones series, uh, which she was famous for. Um, and I don't know, like, um, a lot of people like Amelia Clark and maybe she was great in in Game of Thrones uh uh but I don't know um I didn't just, I didn't just
1: say it, you hate her guts you hate her
0: I, I don't hate her guts but uh um I I just didn't get anything special from her playing this this character uh, I didn't. I don't know I didn't get much from her uh performance I don't know maybe I'm wrong uh
3: actually, I, I like did you yeah. did you like
1: her yeah well yeah I mean about I I like her anyway but I feel like it, it's not it, you're right it was not like it was an amazing performance she wasn't at my top I would say Talos actor whoever his name is Ben uh, Ben Mendelsohn yeah yeah, Ben Mendelsohn and Gravik were the two strongest uh acting leads in in the show for me like I enjoyed all the actually I I I I was gonna say like I would say that my I feel like the acting overall like the the character portrayals and stuff that were pretty decent overall in in the in the show um like the there was yeah definitely Talos was really really good and the, the back and forth between him and Nick Fury was pretty decent at times as far as that comedy thing that the Marvel does you know what I mean like there was nothing really egregious there, um they did have like a love hate relationship going on which was kind of cool, um but yeah no I, f- I feel like Amelia Clark was or Gaia Gia? Gaia Gaia yeah. Gaia she was uh she was she was fine she was good it was kind of cool. when I saw her I'm like oh that's who she's gonna be Amelia Clark's gonna be the daughter and, and you know that kind of thing so. But yeah, uh, nothing really to write home about, but I didn't think she was bad by any means or didn't bring anything to the show. I feel like she was one of the brighter spots of the show. So
0: Guy had been working with Gravick on his side of, of, you know, uh, they're pissed off essentially that, uh, um, you know, Nick Fury promised to find them a home uh, at the end of Captain Marvel and it's been this long and he still hasn't
1: actually done that. Um, Which by the the end, they still don't really talk no. about why or how they can't do it or you know yeah. it just just gets kind of dropped and it's just like well you're gonna have to stay here but and then even nick fury's like well we don't even know if we really want you here i don't know anyways just <laughs> really weird really really weird it, it is very strange <laughs> um so
0: yeah i don't know why i mean there seems to be a, a lot of planets that are out there so i don't know why they couldn't find them a place to go exactly but uh so that essentially the old um squirrel regime that trusted nick fury back at the at during the the captain marvel movie of you know either been killed or, or died or whatever have just been been replaced by a, a younger generation who are who are pissed off and they felt that they were lied to and and decided that you know if they're not going to find us a place to live we're just going to kill every single human being on the planet and live here and stay here yeah that's what we're going to do um so Taylof ends up convincing his daughter that uh, uh, you know she's on the wrong side and says that you know Gravico is the one that killed your mother. Um, so she reveals the the plan of where the bombs are going to blow up and they're going to be in in Russia at a at a popular square. Uh, I cannot pronounce the the Russian name. It starts with a V. There's a lot of letters, <laughs> uh, so will just I'm not going to try. But it's on Unity Day. Uh, so Fury and Talos and Maria Hill get down there to try to intercept the bombs before Gravik can detonate them. Uh, they pretty much fail to do that and the bombs do go off and in the ensuing chaos Gravik, uh, disguised as Nick Fury, shoots and kills Maria Hill. So we get our big yep. um, uh, cliffhanger ending, our big shock ending and, and the death of another Marvel hero. And you know, a lot of the the, I guess the a lot of the backlash that that received is that uh, once again it was a a female character that they kill off to try to uh, advance the plot and and emotions of 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 the male characters. You know, they killed off uh, Natasha Romanoff, and they killed off Gamora, and that's you know, so it's just something that marvel has been doing and i don't know if they realize that they're they're doing it people are picking up on this stuff and they're kind of um you know uh, against that idea and now maybe marie hill isn't on the same level as those other two heroes but um she's been she's
1: definitely been a face of the franchise since inception basically like she's been there since avengers like yeah
0: so um so what were your thoughts on on the first episode and then the the shocking death of maria hill and kind of the setup of 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 the story uh from episode one like for the most part i was pretty good with episode one i kind of liked the idea of of where it was going there was a couple of things that didn't quite make sense to me um i was on board with the introduction of the new characters uh um, you know i liked kingsley benadir and olivia coleman and uh um so I was interested to see where the series was going to go. So after episode one, where where were you sitting, Dax?
1: Yeah, after episode one, I was kind of like, you know, actually, I will go back even further. When I saw the opening credits, I was like, this is a kind of cool visual, like how they do the Secret Invasion, you know, credit sequence with all the green and the animation and stuff like that. I thought it was kind of a neat, you know, a different kind of take on an opening cre- uh, credit scene. So I was like, oh, this is kind of sweet. I like it a lot. Yeah, um, it's It's, it's, it's either- actually... Sorry. It's
0: interesting that you say that as uh as an artist and Nuno, yeah. you're as well an artist. Now I, I did read that they used AI completely. Oh really? There's a, lot the of, there's
2: a lot sequence. of blowback. Yeah. Oh really? AI. Yeah.
1: Well okay. Well that that's then this is a perfect example of how with me not knowing that. I liked it visually. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of cool. But I guess it does yeah. make, because visually it was kind of, maybe it's morphing between things and stuff like that, which to, to do the whole morphing thing, and it's probably easy to plug in. Oh, we'll just use AI to do that cool thing that they're doing on TikTok now, or they morph in and out of eight different images onto a person's face while they're talking. So that makes sense, actually. Um, yeah, fuck that opening it, shit. <laughs> uh, but no, I liked it. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was an interesting... I like the color palette of it. And I, I just thought of, I was like, oh, this morphing weird animation thing is kind of makes sense for the, the scrolls and the theme. So anyways, I liked it, but, uh, the actual episode, um, I did, I enjoyed it as well. I felt like, it, I'm like, Oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be like, you know, it's, it's going to be like a spy thing and okay, cool, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, the, I actually was impressed with the killing of, uh, smolders or uh, sorry not smolders yeah that's her actual name the, right? The Colby actress, Smulders? Yes. right uh shooting her down i was like whoa okay well that's pretty intense and they're sticking to it so well by the second episode you're like yep they've stuck to it so uh i was quite impressed by that actually and making i guess it feel like a heavier situation like in something that actually mattered in the in, in the universe you know what i mean so
0: um Nuno, before i get your thoughts on episode one uh thoughts on ai opening credits um it did does, you know before seeing the opening credits yes i do
2: have bias going into it and it does have that kind of you know it's a unique they have like a unique look like nothing's consistent like but it's kind of it's kind of ugly and grotesque in a fascinating way but i don't like that they used ai <laughs> I think AI images are kind of terrifying and
0: yeah, you know, it uh, it's funny because I, I had heard that they were using AI before I saw it. And shortly before I watched the episode, um, I saw on Twitter slash um, uh, X slash Twitter that uh, there was a, uh, someone had used AI to create a, a commercial for the Toronto blue Jays and what it's like watching a game live, at the Rogers Center and um like all of the it it just had these images of of these children with these fucked up faces or with like no mouths and stuff like in the crowd cheering and it was like legit terrifying um and it's funny that you said that uh some of the imagery is like scary uh but uh but yeah so I don't know I don't know uh, this. I mean, I I I don't want to put anything out onto the internet where I disparage AI because this is how you know Skynet started, and I don't want exactly. shit coming after me because I'm saying bad stuff about uh, about AI. So yeah.
2: AI, thumbs up, I love it. Yeah, Great. <laughs> you 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 don't want to get doxxed by AI. No, and have no. your your life ruined. But uh, Nuno, your thoughts
0: on episode one and 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 how it started?
2: Um. I thought it was okay. Um, I want to add to, yes, I really liked seeing a lot of great actors. Um, some of them worked for me and some didn't. Again, we've mentioned, is it, uh, oh, sorry, Kingsley. Benadir, yeah. Benadir, um, yeah. He and Ben Mendelsohn were my favorite. I love seeing Ben Mendelssohn and stuff. Um, it's nice seeing Martin Freeman. I do like him. Not crazy about his character from the black panther films
1: yeah i've never found him to be it feels like he sticks out to me in these films in these this universe yeah. but that's just I, me
2: yeah i just i i, I like the actor i kind of no i, 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 I agree yeah, with I you want, i want good things for him but i'm not getting a lot out of his mcu character but um yeah it definitely it's strange it's a weird show yeah to, i think a lot of the geopolitical stuff in there is it kind of comes off as a bit insensitive considering the state of affairs a lot of the stuff with you know uh teetering war with russia and i think in the finale they kind of talk about how russia is organizing on ukraine's border and i just kind oh, of oh yeah uh, i like, noticed that too yeah what's yep. going on like
1: yeah bad timing there
2: yeah i mean i kind of like I like it, but I think Russia makes a good Hollywood villain. And this was kind of like, ooh, don't piss off the Russians. We don't want that. And then the scrolls are like, yeah, it would be really easy to start a war with the Russians and then end the fucking world. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this right now. <laughs> because it could freaking happen. I just watched Oppenheimer yesterday. It can happen. <laughs> well, that's why you got to balance Oppenheimer with Barbie. Yeah, I haven't seen Barbie yet, but man, after Oppenheimer just thinking about russia and stuff i'm like man like i don't know okay like, <laughs> moving on yeah um, uh, ep- ep-
0: I, <laughs> people are gonna I, be like this episode <laughs> of this podcast is fucking depressing
2: i like seeing the de-aged like we do see the de-aged nick fury in this episode. uh this happened that's the beginning of episode, episode two. two. Oh, sorry uh, okay which goes know, back hey, to
0: 1997 yeah. uh You're with kravik right, as a young orphaned uh, scroll, and uh, I, I think it, this is kind of back to my comment about the CGI I think they did a really good job with de-aging Samuel Waller-Jackson yeah, I, 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 I thought it looked yeah. really good um, so like they've made steady
2: improvements uh, yeah. throughout all of their stuff um, to, yeah, to with like, the de-aging yeah, the, stuff uh, the de-aging I thought, I thought in Captain Marvel especially just the Sam Jackson maybe it's and- I don't think it's the agent. I think he just like took off his beard, and everyone's like, "Damn!" I'm just look around at how young days. this fucking guy is. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I I thought he was the best. Young Fury was great in the Captain Marvel film. Um, I will say, yeah, I can I can definitely relate to Gravic and the younger revolutionaries, because like they were given a raw deal. Nick Fury, kind of recruited them all, said, "Hey, you're gonna do anything you want." You're going to do everything Shield tells you to do, which is like, okay, you're working for Hydra. So yeah. they're, they're murdering people left, right, and center. And they made zero effort to actually come through on his promise. It's like, yes. yeah, it it really does make Sam, I mean, sorry, it makes Fury look terrible for the whole series. There's, I, there's a lot of stuff throughout this series that makes Nick Fury look
0: terrible. It does. Oh, yeah. it um, does. It's a shitty husband. It's just, too. A, it's just yeah. a
2: character assassination. It's just like, it's like do we do we need to see him ever again i think they pretty much well, i
0: mean like they completely destroyed, destroyed him. character. yeah they destroyed yeah. his
2: character like the fact that he survived in the end is kind of like is this a happy ending like well man. we
0: know he's in the marvels because he's in the trailer so yes that's true and uh I, a lot of people thought that this series was going to lead into the marvels and as kind of like a, a loose prequel but no absolutely not this is not going to do that um so yeah so we 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 hear about uh, uh the young orphan Gravik in a, a exchange for uh helping to find the new planet they're all going to work for Fury um then we get this scene in a train with uh, Talos and Fury um which I think is a pretty intense scene because Talos tells Nick Fury that a million Skrulls are on Earth which is a big number and uh and the, the the gravity of, of all of that, of how many of them could be impersonating whoever um, uh, is kind of revealed to, to us as, as the viewers. Um, so right away, of course, uh, after the, the, the Russia gets bombed, the U S is implicated in it. And Gravik meets with the, the scroll council, which uh, has Christopher McDonald playing like, a, uh, I believe he's playing like Donald a Tucker Collerson, like type oh, person. Yeah. Like uh, like a Fox News type or mm-hmm. Newsmax type person. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. And uh, it's always nice to see Christopher McDonald and stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, so Gravit kind of takes control uh, of the council and uh, he wants to lead them into the war. And, you know, it's it's pretty easy to, to see how easy that that could, could happen. And so, after that first episode of seeing Martin Freeman be, uh, you know, uh, revealed as a scroll, then I'm on, you know, who is a secret scroll throughout this show, and I'm kind of watching stuff to to see different clues and things. Um, so uh, Nick Fury shows up and he and he meets up with with uh, Roadie James Rhodes, our friend Don Cheadle, and I'm like, okay, I think. Right away, I'm thinking, okay, this this would be the perfect, uh, pro- like semi high level MCU character that they could have be a, a, a scroll in their show, and so I'm you know right away my 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 sensors are going, I'm trying to pick up stuff, and uh, nothing, I don't think happens in the in the episode two, which uh, confirmed it, but that was my my number one uh, contender for who is the next uh, you know character that we know is going to be revealed as a scroll like did you guys at any point think that were you thinking on the same uh, way or or were you not thinking about who else is a scroll in the in the show
1: i wasn't necessarily overly thinking who was and i definitely didn't pick up on cheetel I, I just was like okay when's he gonna put on the suit and you know right um uh, so i i didn't uh but then i feel like every time that we have these discussions on on junk podcasts like it's either you or frank knowing what the answer was before it mm-hmm. happened and i'm always going that eh. i feel like i'm the perfect viewer of shit because i never really look so far <laughs> into it like i enjoy it for what it is you know i never get to i never i so rarely pick on up on things like that or make a, uh uh make a call out for things like that like i i just kind of just let it Wash over me, so I'm I'm always that guy who's surprised by the ending, you know. So, yeah. I, was, I, did you know I, who it was? Did you I, know? I
2: didn't. I didn't think of it. My theories are always way off base for stuff, and they and they never come to fruition. So we're the same, you and me. Yeah, I like it. Good. Um,
0: although I, what what episode is it that uh, the Fury gets
2: fired? Was is, is it? I think is it in Phase this three, episode?
1: It might be two or three.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I think it might be two. It's, it's before it's revealed that that Rhodey is uh, Right. The squad. Yeah, it's
1: before, um, yeah.
0: Which uh cuz yeah, cuz he blames Fury for the bombing and for Maria Hill being killed. Well, he says um, even if
1: you aren't you, you're we've got evidence that show you you there. Like he's basically going like dude, right, like you're right, all over the cameras like, you know, at the place. They've got info on you. I'm telling them that it's not you, but like please don't blow anything else up by the time we have our chat kind of thing.
0: Yes. Um so um uh, we then find out that mi6 has captured a uh, a, a scroll and uh so Sonya fallsworth shows up to interrogate him and um she's very mean uh to this uh, prisoner and uh so she gets out of him that uh, graphic is building a machine that is capable of strengthening the scrolls with help from some scientists and uh i didn't put it together uh what this was until later on in the episode um, but then Gaia discovers in this episode that the um the the rebel Scrolls are uh you know it's 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 it feels wrong to say the rebel Scrolls because the rebels are usually like the good ones for, from Star Wars they're yeah. the good guys but uh so they're experimenting with experimenting with DNA
1: experimenting or experimenting
0: experimenting
1: oh, okay okay yeah you said experimenting twice that is so oh,
2: oh did I <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it. that's a real
1: word. Experimenting. I like yeah. it. Either either way I like
0: it.
2: When, when uh, with, scrolls when scrolls mess around with the DNA. Yeah, it's, it's experimenting. Called experimenting yeah. So, I like uh, it. <laughs>
0: we see like uh there's like a a little bit of a name. You see like some, I think it says like Frost Giant. Yeah. And then it says Groot. Um so they have certain DNA and I was like, "Oh, okay. This is how we're going to get the Super Scroll," yeah. which is a pretty classic like Fantastic Four villain, Marvel Comics villain, like from way back I think in the 70s he was uh, that character was first introduced but it's an iconic character because he has the four specific powers of which uh the time in this like in the MCU here we don't have those characters we don't right. have the thing, we don't have Reed Richards Susan Storm the or the Human Torch Yeah, uh, so we're not going to get that classic look of the super scrolls. So I was like, okay, so they're using frost giant and they're using, uh, which I guess is the opposite of the human torch. So they're going with cold instead of heat. Then Groot powers. That's, you know, they, I guess you could exchange that with Reed Richards, like the stretching, like uh powers. So it, I was like, okay, so they're getting something similar to that. And, and that's what we're going to go with these, Four different powers to create the super scroll, but turns out
1: I was wrong. I did like the. I will say, for me, my experience watching this as soon as I saw that, your believe it or not, Greg, your voice popped into my head saying the word super scroll. I was like, <laughs> This is going to be super scroll, <laughs> like the, the comic that the one that we talked about on one podcast a long time ago. And I remember seeing him in comics in my dad's warehouse, super scroll guy. And I did like the only one I really picked up on, I saw Groot. But I, I was proud of myself for or not proud of myself, but when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, that's the uh, healing power from Iron Man 3. Well, it was the fourth one on the list. I can't remember what the term is, but it was the one that in Iron Man 3 that the uh, memento actor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, right. Yeah yeah the, yeah, yeah. the healing
1: thing where they burn and they like heal yeah. kind of shit. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So they're doing the Super Scroll. But I literally, your voice came into my head saying the word Super Scroll. Was it in a positive way? Or was it was like
0: super scroll.
1: No, no, you, I just heard you saying it. Like, I guess in my memory uh, of us uh, during the podcast, of you mentioning super scroll. And so when I said, Oh, they're going to do this as a super scroll, your voice was, you know, when you're reading a book, for example, and you see, you read something in something's voice, like what you think yeah. you would say. Yeah. So, this time it was you and my brain, All you're right. living in there rent free, bud.
0: Nice. At the end of the episode, uh, uh, Fury goes home and it turns out Fury's married. I did not know that he yeah, had that was, a wife. That was
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, and we see that uh, his wife is a scroll. And at this point, I was like, okay, if they're going to tell me that Nick Fury does not know that his wife is a scroll, then he is the dumbest fucking secret spy agent ever. So I was like, okay, there's no way that uh, they're going to tell us that he doesn't know. So thankfully
1: yeah um, like right away when they're in the bar he's like he makes a couple comments that make it feel like he can tell that she's not right yeah. he said i've known better looking
0: scrolls than you and I yeah, you yeah. Know, so i i was i was kind of glad that they did not go in that direction uh but, but so far you know episode two not too bad nothing too uh egregious um they're moving the story along so it's not so bad um Nuno, where are you so far? You're, you're, you're sort of enjoying it beyond the, the Russia-Ukraine stuff?
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of Um, what happened in episode two. I They're I all to... blending
1: in for me, too, Nuno. But I did yeah. just watch them oh. all, like, three hours ago. Yeah. So I I feel your pain.
2: I had, I had a note about, I think, in this episode, is it revealed that a lot of key world leaders, like, actual... You know, world leaders and the head of like the UN—they're <laughs> actually scrolls. Yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of
0: what they 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 talk about. I think that's in the scroll council meeting. They're yeah. revealing and, who is who.
2: And again, you know, relating this to—you know—maybe it's a good thing, but relating it to the current state of affairs, um, people, conspiracy theorists, right? A lot of them are like, "Oh my god!" You know, world leaders and the royal family—they're all like lizard people, right? <laughs> Like so, this is this is just playing on the weird QAnon like rabbit holes of like, oh my god, they're really aliens and lizard things. Like I thought that was slightly amusing. Again, is it tasteless? I don't know. It's it's definitely timely. Um, and I think this, yeah, something that I wanted to touch on with this series is just how how it's trying to be really dark and violent it seems to be a very very bleak show um i know with the olivia coleman character there's a lot of torture that she um she performs on scrolls she seems to not like scrolls much as they're not protected by the geneva convention in the mcu um so a lot of that stuff i think after a while like when you see a lot of the kind of graphic imagery that you don't usually see in Marvel stuff kind of just felt empty. And it felt like, okay, they're trying really hard. They're trying really yeah. hard to be like, Hey, look how mature Disney can be. Um, and it just, it didn't work for me. And the Olivia, the Olivia, Olivia Coleman character didn't work for me. Like, okay. Time my performances. I think it was. Yeah. She like seeing her and Amelia Clark and, uh, a lot of just great performers, who I've enjoyed in other things, seeing them all in one place in this, it just it didn't resonate. Something about it just didn't work. I did like some of the stuff going on. Um, it's funny. I, uh, I I noticed the group thing. I'm glad. Right. That you, I'm glad that you answered where the ice came from because so I'm like, oh, like because I know it happens. You know, spoiler later on, yeah. there's a super scroll battle and there's ice powers and I was like, I could not for the life of me figure out who has ice powers. And now, but I, I I also
0: couldn't figure out when they would have been able to get DNA from a frost giant thing. Just right yeah. now,
2: when you when you mentioned frost giants, frost giants exactly. never came to Earth. Not only that, Groot, and you know, well, maybe all, Loki. Okay, all of the uh, I don't know, maybe because um, he's
1: born of a frost giant, right? I don't know. Fuck. Oh, hey, that's a bit on, of a stretch, though. You're onto
2: on something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's a bit of a stretch, but maybe he, he's been stabbed a bunch of times, like. You know, he 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 bled when Hulk mashed him at the, the Stark Tower, in the first Avengers. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, hey, I think you nailed it. So that answer. OK, that. I, I was going to say even the there we go the the Guardians were there for the end game showdown. So I'm like, maybe that's where they got because pretty much all the Guardians who have powers
0: Oh, Groot was there for Infinity War. Yeah, he was on Is the Using Africa, up with Thor. remember?
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah, Groot and Rocket were in Wakanda with with Thor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we've done three powers. What was the fourth one on that list? I I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either.
2: Yeah, yeah, cuz he 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 uses the Groot powers right? a lot. He, he kills yeah. yeah, early on he kills a, a lot of people
1: stabbing's people. going on with the Groot yeah. powers.
2: Yeah. Okay, you know, it, it's it, yeah, I, I I like this little uh uh nitpicky nerding out where we're like <laughs> get these powers but yes, yes you're right loki loki is a frost giant
0: um so in, in episode three you know Gravik uh he actually uses the term super scroll uh in the show and i was like okay i guess they really did need to force feed that into uh into it just to uh you know perk up all the nerds who are watching their show like us
3: <laughs> and uh,
0: and so and Gravik has decided he's going to use himself as the initial test subject, um, but uh, he wants to further the 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 whole idea of a war between uh, the U.S. and Russia, um, so he sends uh, some scrolls to infiltrate the Royal Navy in order to launch missiles at a United Nations uh, aircraft, and so this whole episode kind of is a, kind of takes a a step away from the main plot that they're they're driving and uh, we kind of get this the whole episode is about trying to stop these missiles from from being launched and so they got to get gaia to go in and they find out that the the commander of the royal navy is a skrull um and he gets talos to shoot him and so he can die before they can figure out how to stop it so they got to get gaia to go and then we see the again like there are these bubbles that are below the scroll compound where they have the human hosts and and this is how we learn that uh how the the scrolls are able to gain all the stuff and they essentially just absorb the people's memories and 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 the way they look and that's how they can shapeshift into and become these people and so she frees the the actual um navy commander and then goes into his brain to find out what the 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 code is to stomp these missiles missiles from launching and so they save the day um uh and then in Gaia's uh escape away she's confronted by uh Gravek, who then shoots her for betraying the Skrulls and uh and that's kind of how we we leave episode three and maybe we think Gaia's dead but I never thought that she was dead at the end of the episode. I was pretty sure she was going to come back uh, somehow. But uh, um, yeah, like I I, I guess like a a, a weird episode and they always need to have one of these episodes in each series that kind of is more of a filler episode. And I guess it kind of drove the story a little bit, but uh, I did find this episode to be kind of boring. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I'm talking to Dax, you're yawning. So I'm assuming... Uh, like uh, you were you were bored by this episode as well
1: (laughs) no i didn't really like i said it's it's strange because i've i think i did i was about to say i've never binged a show like this for the show before or like this podcast but i think i have but for some reason this one is i've never experienced where everything's so blurred together so i don't remember specifics of episodes it just feels like one long movie to me um so i do remember her getting shot And he basically says that uh, to take down the plane would have been good, but I more importantly needed to find out the mole. So he's basically saying that he he kind of orchestrated that because he knew there was a mole there. This is like, this is where the whole show is constantly, it's kind of exhausting. Everyone's always got a second thing in play, you know, to get this out. It's all very, you know, you know, secret ops kind of shit. Right. So doing like four steps ahead of your, all that kind of crap. So, when that happened and he shot her, I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's dead because, you know, they, they, they've they killed quite a few people by this point, you know, people that are like characters that are dead. I'm like, oh, maybe she's just dead. And, uh, it was, it was one of my pleasantly surprised things was, and very briefly pleasantly surprised was when we discovered later on in the next episode that she's not and how it happened. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this episode, I don't, other than that, I don't really remember much. I felt like it kind of kept, I feel like the whole pace of all the shows was decent. Like there wasn't one in particular that I was like, oh God, please end. Because I think if the running time being short was good um, for the episodes. If they'd been longer, it would have been a problem. But I feel like overall it was, it was, none, none of them really stood out as being the filler episode to me personally, but I didn't watch them weeks apart. So.
0: Right. Um going into uh uh, episode four um
2: sorry this guy's got he's dying to say (laughs) something about episode uh three i i have notes specifically about this episode let's go okay let's go it's just this episode is batshit crazy (laughs) nice i said said, definitely the most interesting so far and okay uh when fury and, and and talos have to try to get the Skrull, who's disguised as a naval commander, yeah, home. Okay, Nick Fury takes a human child hostage. Yeah, gun pressed <laughs> into his throat. One hundred percent. Got to do. Got to do, yeah. do what you got to do. You know. Got to do what you got to do. You know. And and I think the 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 finger cutting off scene. I maybe it was the last episode, but that was they showed it. And I mean, yeah, it's an alien finger. and I think it eventually yeah. regenerates. So that's the whole thing too with the violence against scrolls. It's gonna come up again in this series. Why do some scrolls die and others don't? In this same episode, uh Talos and Gravik have uh have a confrontation in the art gallery, and uh Talos stabs Gravik through the hand and then Gravic does like the John Wick Four thing where he pulls his hand out. <laughs> yep. so, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But then it just regenerates. I'm like, okay, so what's the point of showing this? You know, the show of force, like, oh, leave my daughter alone, and it's like, it instantly regenerates. So,
1: isn't it? Isn't he at that point done the powers or no? Um,
2: has he has he given
1: himself the group powers at that point or no? Well, I can't well, remember like that. Yes. But
2: he but but he literally regenerates right in front of him. Like that that but that was nothing. So Gaia being shot in the end, I'm kind of like, do bullets do anything to scrolls? I don't know.
0: Well, um,
2: <laughs> Garvik has already
0: given himself those those powers, so I believe that that is the the regeneration is part of the oh is the it? powers that yeah. he oh, okay the Iron, thing, the Iron Man three thing the Iron Man three thing oh
2: you're yeah. right here here right. it was the whole thing again I'm an idiot I thought that was like all scrolls can do this all scrolls can like right 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 all right so he no because won- exactly. okay.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's something I found pretty funny too throughout this whole step, uh, series is that all you ever see is people like I guess it's the John Wick factor in Hollywood today, right? Because everyone's got a pistol, right? Everyone's all the scrolls are running around with pistols, all yeah. the fucking humans are running around with, and it's you know killing scrolls and that with pistols. And uh, from what I'm guessing, a scroll, I mean, other than having strength more than a human, because they can punch windows and shit and like they're generally stronger it seems like bullets just fuck them up just as bad as they do us so um, how
2: did did Gaia survive because she doesn't have powers at this point
1: that's the the kicker right we go into episode four and she wakes up because it shows that burning thing happening she's healed so and then it cuts to a stupid flashback of when she was going to do the brain thing on the naval commander she also went and gave herself the powers
2: at the same time she went so dumb I (laughs) that regeneration thing that she that you explained it right right it's it's the oh my gosh! So my only movie. her and him
1: have it. That, that
2: power from Iron Man three. Um, yes. In the comics too. I can't remember what it's called. It's on tip of my tongue. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Extremis. There we go. Ex- Extremis. yeah. Extremis. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Extremant. Yes. Yeah. But that uh, uh,
0: that does remind me the, the scene in the art gallery when um, when uh, Talos does stab Graphic in the hand and everybody who's in the art gallery stands up. And they all look oh, like yes. graphic. That was kind of a cool scene I like cool. that too. Yes. I was yeah. like,
1: that's cool visually. Like a cool yeah. kind of sequence, yeah.
0: Um. Right, so in episode four, uh, we do see the quick flashback that she had given herself those powers which allows her to regenerate and then she goes off to meet up with her dad. Um. And, uh, you know, she's kind of bummed out because Tello still is like, well, let's just go talk to the president. Maybe he can find us a new home and... Uh, and I was like, well, if Nick Fury can't fucking do it, how the hell can the president of, of the United States actually do anything to, to help them? So here's another um,
1: case where within two episodes, we've had her go, him go talk to her as an yes. extremist. She then decides because her mother was killed, maybe by Gravic, that she will help find the dirty bombs, which somehow fails, even though she marks both bags or all yes. the bags, they still fail somehow right and so then she's sort of caught in this loop with Gravik, where she has to still pretend that she's there but she's like the mole and then she comes out breaks all of that uses powers meets her dad for 10 minutes and then walks away again yes saying you're not i can't do this again like it may like there is like what is happening <laughs> like why why go through all of that for you to just leave again i don't know
0: yeah and yeah so it's again it's just bad writing i suppose they didn't really know what the hell they were doing um but uh so fury's wife uh meets up with Rhodes, and this is when it's revealed that he is in fact a scroll yeah yeah. um and he tells her that uh, she has to kill fury that's her her job um so fury had again not not trusting anybody listened into that conversation and he confronts his wife over this um they do pretend to shoot each other, mm-hmm. uh, which was a weird scene. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they kind of reconcile and, and, and uh, they kind of decide that they're just going to stay together and keep working together. Um, uh, Again, like the show just uh, <laughs> uh, at this point is just moving so slowly uh, to getting to the, to the end of just getting somewhere. And, um, there's a whole uh, thing where uh, uh, Fury plants some sort of a liquid tracker into someone's drink. Um,
1: Rody's uh, drink, yeah.
0: Yeah, into into Rody's drink. Uh, that's a weird-ass scene where they're talking about, like, I don't know if it's some sort of a, a malt liquor or an expensive scotch or whatever
2: that they're talking uh, about drinking. Pappy, Pappy Van Winkle. Right. I, I, I don't I, know what that is. They must have heard the same podcast that I did. There was an episode. <laughs> about pappy van winkle on what podcast uh criminal the criminal podcast and it was about how it's so sought after it's from it's from louisiana i believe and that people will sell the bottle because because they're made in such uh, small supplies um people will resell the bottles and then they are bootlegged like people just oh, put, okay put in a cheap um whatever whiskey in there and then sell it for thousands of dollars online. It's, it's a whole scam that's going on with the old Pappy.
0: Hmm. Um, so the end of the episode is the, the, the scrolls decide to impersonate, uh, Russians and they attack the president's, uh, convoy. And we get kind of a cool, uh, battle scene with a lot of gunfire. And, uh, it's one of the, I guess, better action scenes in the show. Um, and uh fury and talos are able to get to the president and they get him out of the vehicle and uh the scroll that is impersonating a uh, roadie is just sitting yeah in, inside his jeep doing nothing um but then when they they get the president out um but again Gravik has now uh morphed into uh, uh a different uh soldier and then he uh kills talos in, in front of fury and fury shoots Gravik in the face uh, but then he regenerates. Um, no, the one thing that I uh, when when they were showing how the scrolls are able to shape shift, like, um, are they able to shape shift uh, as many times as they want into different people over and over again? But um, but they only get their their memories and their mannerisms from the people when they do that process. Is that I'm, right? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Okay because um, i was getting confused with graphic is just being he's being yeah, a little girl in episode wants, one yeah. he's in the, he's kind of just uh, uh morphing around like crazy yeah um uh so episode four uh nuno do you have any notes uh anything crazy in episode <laughs> four
2: okay maybe you can help me with this one it says frost giant it says uh Rody used a wrestling metaphor but guess what i didn't write it down like when oh. we was talking to someone oh
0: yeah. right he did what uh, did he say he did mention a professional wrestler uh I, uh who right. was it that he mentioned was it it wasn't macho man
2: uh no he mentioned the undertaker yes. oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah he's like yeah I gonna give you like a suplex like the undertaker or something yeah like that. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah he was talking about firing firing uh fury
2: yeah yeah, you mentioned, yeah, I mentioned which was again top
1: ropes like the Undertaker or something like that. Super what? weird, yeah, I, super yeah. weird. I thought of you, Greg.
0: Yeah, uh, no yeah, I appreciate no that. Doubt. Was that that was that was the one? That's notes the notes. from episode, four. The notes from episode <laughs> oh, four. And, and also, and also the Undertaker,
2: and and also the episode <laughs> ends with Talos dying. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, what? Like, you know, I love, I love this character. He I was like, the yeah, I, yeah. And uh, and it's just weird because it seems like everyone they have like this cliffhanger death. In almost every episode. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was strange because the Gaia thing, now the Gaia thing makes sense because she had the extremist. Mm-hmm. Um extremist. Extremist? <laughs> ex- ex- <laughs> extrement in her? She had that yeah, extrement I, in her. I can't I can't say <laughs> extremist now. But, so yeah, I was like, no, Talus is dead. And at this point I was like, can you just regenerate? Because I'm stupid and I didn't know that they had extremists.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I this is the, that death and I will say the CG in in that when he's half morphing. Yeah. And yeah. punching the window was excellent. Like how they made his face half, I don't know if there was some prosthetic on there, like maybe or maybe it's probably they probably just green painted where it was and then just matched it, but it was very well done as he was like half morphing and cuz he couldn't stay in shape cuz he was shot. Um was cool and I really like that whole when the guard looks or the the, the military guy goes Someone's trying to kidnap the president. You know what I mean? And like, and like, get that alien! Get that alien! Fuck! And then, and then, Nick Fury's like, "No, he's with me." And as like, I was like, "Oh, okay." Back to the gunfight. Um, <laughs> but I, I did, I did like, and like, but it, it was kind of sad because he didn't get the f- the, f- the farewell. He didn't, like, he didn't get the the goodbye talk to Fury. He didn't get, which I guess in a way makes it a bit more of a serious, you know, impact for his death, right? Like he didn't get. He basically saves the president you know pulls him out of the car and then gets stabbed and killed by Gravik and uh I was I was bummed out cuz again he was my favorite character in the series for the most for like the acting and all that kind of stuff for the most part I like this like 40 or 5 50 year old man running around beating the shit out of people or like saving the day basically for the most part um yeah so and his voice is so soothing my god yes that guy can that guy <laughs> I need I need to re- like have audio books by him I'm sure he's done it on that, on that go to sleep app or whatever that one is, where they read to you. I need to get him reading to me.
0: Now yeah, you can do nights. some ASMR for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway,
0: uh, so uh, episode five, it uh kind of continues the, the story. We get Ritson's in the hospital, and uh, uh, Fury gets to him. Uh, before... Ritson's the president, by the way, right? Ritson's the president. Yeah. Right. So Fury, Fury, kind of gets him to the hospital, and he tells him that he can't trust uh, Colonel Rhodes um and then he kind of takes off before uh um um Rhodey and and the rest of the secret service can uh, can get him cuz they blamed uh, Fury for uh, for attacking uh the president there um we cut back to the scroll compound and uh, uh most of the scrolls are disappointed and losing faith in in Gravik and that he didn't kill Fury when he had the chance um, and a bunch of them kind of jump him, and, and graphic kills a whole bunch of scrolls, uh, um, which was a pretty, uh, uh, brutal scene. Um, so, um, the fury gets placed on a global watch list because they released the footage of him, uh, killing, uh, Maria Hill. Well, uh, graphic as fury killing Maria Hill, um, that gets out into the media. Um, we did have a. Uh, I did was there any fallout
1: to, from that whatsoever? There was no.
0: Well, there's no fallout. No. Um,
1: they, there wasn't was really a, go was, anywhere. It's just like yeah, he, yeah.
0: There was there was a kind of a pointless scene early on when they bring Marie Hill's body back to the U.S. and Fury has mm. a conversation with yeah. her mother, which was yeah,
1: um, a, a weird scene. Basically, basically just a have. don't make it mean nothing bullshit. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Now I'm wondering too about that. About um, the Skrull roadie releasing the footage of the Skrull Nick Fury <laughs> killing Maria Hill, who's not a Skrull. Yes. <laughs> I thought, okay, Nick Fury's a super spy. No one's supposed to know who he is. I mean, as far as, okay, going back to the first Iron Man, Tony Stark had never heard of S.H.I.E.L.D. He had no idea who the hell Agent Colson was. and who That's a good
1: point, was. man. Holy shit. That's um, a really good point.
2: No, I don't think anyone knew about the helicarriers until Hydra, you know, fudged everything up in, in Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier, because then, but they wouldn't have known so Nick much, Fury. But, but he's still supposed to be an international man of mystery. Do people? Does the average American? You're absolutely Nick Fury right, is dude. The head, was the head of Shield?
1: You are absolutely right. That would not make sense, would it? It wouldn't make any sense for him to be like a po- like. Was he ever a poster child for like Shield or like, you know, like once no the Avengers
2: were out, no was one's he like? Supposed a... To know who he is, no one's. Yeah. Supposed to know who the directors of Shield were. Uh, I he, that's he's just I, some guy. Yeah, that's,
0: that's true. Yeah, that that's funny. I never really thought about that. Um, this episode we also get an appearance from, and I forget the guy's character name because, uh. uh he he helps uh, Fury. uh is mm. on the plane, and he was in
1: Black Widow. I knew I was supposed to know who the fuck he was, oh. but I didn't know him. Like I'm like I don't remember you. I yeah. no he was the
0: guy helping Natasha uh, in Black Widow, and so he kind of shows up briefly in in, in this series. So just you no, know, hey, remember this guy? We're yeah. gonna put him in this show too. Yeah. It's another one of those things. Uh, but at least he kind of made sense because he's you know works with Natasha, who worked a lot with Shield. So I suppose. He made a little bit of sense to have him in there, but uh, again, uh-huh. just one of those other little things uh, throwing someone that we recognize in into the show. And the whole roadie thing when uh, when Fury shoots him in the head and he becomes a a scroll in front of the president. Uh, there was a funny scene in that where the president's in a hospital bed and they're wheeling him around and he's just come out of surgery, and he asks the Secret Service agent for his gun. That's <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. You should leave the gun in the hands of someone who's actually, actually trained to it. fire yeah. it, as opposed to you, who has just gone a fucking surgery. It was such a dumb scene, and it almost made me think that maybe he was a scroll and he was going to get revealed to be one later on. But uh, I just thought that was a a silly thing. So they finally get the president to to call off the strike that's going to blow up the the scroll compound, which. Uh, holds all of the the trapped humans underneath in all the bubbles and uh um you know uh Gaia shows up to help uh Nick Fury's wife uh and they they actually I thought that scene was pretty cool too with the two of them in the house and they're fighting off uh Gravix men I thought that was a good scene of the two of them working together because they had just gone to um uh do the ceremony for Talos, which is, uh, I, I forget what they did. I think they burned his body or something like that, but they did some sort of a ceremony together. Um, but I thought that was a pretty cool uh, scene in the house of them working together. Um, and uh, so then Fury uh, uh, ends up going to Finland uh, to one of his uh, tombstones. And uh, he pulls out a, a vial of what is called the harvest. And, um, which is a collection of the DNA from uh, everyone who took a part in the battle at Avengers compound at the end of end game. Um, so he has all the DNA from everybody connect collected into this one little vial. And it turns out that he had sent the scrolls uh, out there after the battle to collect samples of DNA after the whole thing was,
2: was over. Um, oh, is that how they got it? Yeah. Yes. But I thought the scrolls showed up after the battle as like as like groupies. And they just had like a big orgy and just like <laughs> it's like the DNA there. A nice the DNA.
0: <laughs> But I believe that's uh, uh that's how. So and then Fury gets on the phone and he says it's time and I was like, Okay, finally we're gonna get we're gonna get Captain Marvel, we're gonna get uh uh Monica Rambeau, uh, we're gonna get something uh the to really spice up the show and we don't get any of it and uh it 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 leads into uh episode six which is the worst reviewed uh mcu project ever episode (laughs) from from disney plus uh, by far um before we move into the last episode uh do you have any uh any any notes, Nuno? Uh, no,
1: <laughs> no. Uh, I have a note. I I have, I have a note there. So Thoughts on, on oh, so oh, far, oh, episode sorry. five, back okay. to where
0: we're at. What are, yeah. what, are you, what are you thinking of the show?
1: I I remember liking the uh the fight sequence uh, with the the wife right. and, uh, and Gaia yeah. and Gaia with the she, the John Wick thing in the in, that, yeah. he, I, in I the in the apartment the house yeah. yeah was cool. Um, uh i just thought like the can't and is very john wicky and it felt it was a, it was a cool kind of gunfight and considering that's pretty much all the action we were getting in this show was gunfights i was okay with it and i was, uh, th- thought it, they did it pretty well um don't really remember much else from the episode other than what you were saying but that did stick out for me as one of my my more more enjoyable uh fight
2: sequences in the show oh I, I had one note there's another obscure pop culture reference in this episode uh, well, I mean, Undertaker's not really obscure, but um so Olivia Coleman, is her character's name Sonia? Sonia Fallsworth. Yes. Yeah, so Sonia Fallsworth. She's interrogating a married couple who Yes, girls, right? Right.
0: They they were impersonating scientists who were they're the ones that are collecting or oh, wanting the right. DNA yes. to
2: create the she says when she's when she's talking to them, she says kick or death. Which is an Eddie Izzard sketch. Very oh. like, cake or death? And I was like, Oh, that's that's kind of weird. That's my only note. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, if if I'm given one of those two
0: choices, I'm I'm taking cake. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's, makes what
0: sense. Is it? I think that's the obvious choice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so episode uh six. Um so it, it turns out that Fury didn't call uh, any of his Avengers friends, any superheroes, because right, he said
1: it was it was said he said it was on him, right? right? Like, This is my mess to clean up.
0: Which, for again, why do people <laughs> behave this way? It's like you know, I created this mess. I have to be the one to solve it. No, solve it the easiest way. Also, possibly. yeah, I have call to solve Bruce it. Call Bruce Banner. Call yeah. the Hulk.
1: <laughs> I have to solve this while possibly hundreds of more people die that could be saved by the Hulk coming down and sorting this out 100%. But yes, I agree. Go on.
0: So um, Fury takes uh, the harvest, and uh, he wants uh, Gravik to call off, uh, um, you know, whatever they've got planned to kill all the humans. Uh, Gravik says, well, I'll do it, you know, if if you bring me the harvest. And so Fury shows up. Uh, it makes Gravik. Uh, uh, I believe they call it New Skrullos, which New is Skrillos, the name of yeah. the compound.
1: And so, can I can I enter and just throw a little yeah. tidbit that I want to reference later? Is that of course he literally tells Fury because New Skrullos is located in like Chernobyl type area in Russia, which is like completely radiated. But yes. uh, the reason why the Skrulls went there is because it says very very early on in the sh- series that they aren't h- hurt by the radiation. So that's right. been a haven for them, right? So he tells Fury to make sure you bring your iodide pills or whatever because it's a spicy tuna yes. melt over here, whatever, right? So he's basically telling Fury that he's going to die by coming to Skrullos to give him this thing so that he will no longer kill all the humans. Good. Right.
0: So Fury then gives him the harvest and uh, so that he will spare Earth and then leave and, and conquer other planet so uh gravik tests the harvest and finds out that it's the real thing and then he uses all of it and you get this long computer list of all of the heroes yeah including including thanos mm-hmm. including ebony maw including like all of the other um uh people from thanos's crew yeah. like hulk uh, abominations in it's a, there, yeah. It's a
1: big list of it's superpowers, like, yeah. Every
0: Drax, Captain Marvel. Mantis,
1: yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel,
0: everybody is in there. And uh, uh and are, I believe he says, you, I believe he
1: says, this is pure, like I don't know, yeah. like like the pure line, like, <laughs> yeah. like as if it's like a drug, you know
0: what I mean? Like, this is 100% yeah.
2: pure superpowers. They, they they cut it with baby powder, I think, yeah.
0: <laughs> so he he uses it to he, he absorbs. All of the DNA and all the powers, and he goes to kill Fury. Only he can't because surprise—it's Gaia who is now who was uh, disguised as Nick Fury, and now she also has all of the powers of all. So okay, so first of all, this is a terrible plan because Gaia could lose the fight, and then (laughs) Gravik becomes the most powerful person in the universe. Yeah. Uh, But on the other hand, Gaia could win the fight, and she becomes the most powerful person in the universe, which she now is. And only a few short hours ago, she was part of a group of people who were planning to take over the Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it makes yeah. it makes no sense
1: i think i think we're supposed to be but uh, now that you're mentioning it i think i can come to the aid of it and give the other side and it would be like it was fury's best option do you know what i mean that was the biggest the best gamble to take if he goes he dies he loses to gravic at least she has a chance to fight him and if it all goes to plan she's going to be the good scroll like like her dad all that kind of shit right so i think it was kind of like a you know hail mary kind of plan like classic another one of these like super spy switcheroos that we see all the time and shit like that but uh i actually like that to be honest i like the whole um first of all i remember even when i was watching i'm like why would he leave nick fury in there isn't that gonna like heal him up or maybe even give him powers like like this machine like how does he not know that when he turns it on with nick fury in there he's not gonna become the hulk you know what i mean anyway but so when it turned into be guy i was like oh that's kind of cool they're gonna have a super scroll fight now and
0: so and they do have a super scroll fight, and I think it is one of the more laughable Aww, and
1: you it horrible
0: <laughs> like hero fights they've ever had. Um, like when when they're both using the Captain Marvel powers and they're up in the sky, and she uses the mantis powers and the little antenna Sleep. pop out of her head. Sleep. Oh my god! I almost shut it off because I thought this is garbage. It's it's. I just thought it was so poorly written and executed that we, we get like a super scroll fight and they're just, I don't know. It just, it it just seems so bad. Like they were taking the form almost of the heroes as they were using the powers. The antennas just kind of threw me off and I, I know that's what the super scroll is about. He's got a thing arm. He's got a human torch arm. He's got the invisible woman's, torso or whatever and he's you know and he's stretching with his but I I don't know I just I just thought it was just awful to watch and it
2: was just a, a huge mess. Uh, Nuno, favorite, what did you think? My favorite awful visual from that sequence was when Gaia's one arm turns into Drax's arm Dra- it looked terrible because it's like because it's, it's chickling because she, she, yeah. she's small but it's still like muscular and it still has somehow his weird scarification tattoos. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's like this the visual was hilarious. And again, how can you have a character this powerful? Okay, why would you even use, like, at some point, they're using ice powers, and it's like, okay, why would you use your Frost Giant ice powers when, really, it should just be Thanos and Captain Marvel powers the entire time. I mean, originally, I'd think, okay, Hulk, but I mean, Thanos knocked out Hulk with, like, two shots in, like, in Endgame. So, I mean, not Endgame, in Infinity War. So, really, why are they cycling through all of the C list and and D list powers <laughs> when it's like you should be Thanos with mm-hmm. Captain Marvel like you know powers and
0: and how how does Gravik and Gaia know yeah exactly. how to
1: use their what, powers? what
0: what what Ebony Maw does
1: and there's there's no uptime practice time of these powers no montage where they have to figure isn't, out how to use them it's isn't just
2: Scar- isn't Scarlet Witch on that list too I, I didn't or, see it. I mean, I guess the way, it would have been Wanda, maybe because they didn't yeah. have, she didn't have that moniker yet. But I mean, there you go. Those are the three most powerful characters in yeah. probably the entire universe right there.
0: And you're you're saying Mantis and Ebony Ma and who's the third most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: it was just such the a frost I don't know. obviously no yeah, frost giant, yeah. No one likes icicles because they're cold and they're wet. Yeah. They, yeah. Here's I just another thought thing that was super silly.
1: I see. It now, I I I agree hundred percent with what you're saying. It was not good. Is in in the grand spectrum of the Marvel fights and stuff like that, not good. But in this series, when I was dying for some form <laughs> of Marvel fighting, I I was like, okay, cool. Here we go. Here's a like when I saw her punch with the the Hulk arm through the fucking silo, I'm like, yes, here we go, right? And then yes, it quickly downturned from there. However, I didn't hate it so much. What I didn't like was for four episodes now we've now seen them be able to heal themselves with that fucking extremist power or the excrement power you (laughs) know what say and so she does this really cool fucking nova beam right through his which i thought was a cool shot of the the kind of like hadoken like right through his stomach and the beam goes off into space and like he's sitting there with a hole in his stomach but he's just dead why why did that one kill him when he why didn't no idea like, yeah. why did he not just super scroll up and go, you know, stream us up? So I don't, I, it just, it was kind of like a little too neatly tied up there with that. Um, but again, I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. Is what uh, it is. I agree. So with, you like, know, the yeah. arm was gross, that that <laughs> Drax arm was terrible. <laughs> I didn't
2: say it was gross. I, like- Kind of liked it. Oh, you liked it? Okay, I I thought it it looked like a chicken wing on her arm. It was weird.
0: It was was repulsive. (laughs) But it's like even like when when uh, when Gaia was using the Captain Marvel powers, and you know she kind of you know flew and posed in the air with her her fist, and I was like, she's even using the mannerisms of Carol Danvers. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like they just gotta shove it down our throats. And uh, I I did read afterwards that uh, one of the notes that Kevin Feige said he said you can use all of it all of those heroes you can use all the powers in the Super Scroll fight you can use it all and they did they chose <laughs> to use it all yeah. um, I would have preferred that uh, you know I would have just liked to have like the just the four different powers and yeah uh, and I, more like the classic Super Scroll because he was already. Pretty powerful with the, the the healing factor and all that. So,
2: is Kevin Feige gonna announce that he's leaving Marvel? Was this like his his like last like I'm gonna shit the bed and leave? It's like do I, d- I you doubt want. it. I Make doubt the most it. powerful character in the world, and everyone's gonna hate it because I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? You know, uh, it is true. She's
1: pretty. She's pretty fucking powerful. Yeah, like so. I didn't. I didn't even think of that. But as far as that affects the universe, you're absolutely right. That's pretty that's pretty intense character that is now working with the MI6 or whatever the fuck it is by the end of the the episode. Right.
0: Right. And so like, like Fury and, uh, and Fallsworth are able to convince Ritson that, uh, you know, not to listen to this person or this person, because they're all scrolls. Rody gets shot in the head, turns into a scroll, Ritson calls off the strike, uh, which is going to be a retaliation to to the attack on, on him. And uh, kind of, settles things from a a, a a a world war standpoint um and so we get kind of like the aftermath of all this and ritson goes on television and says that any off-world person he's gonna oh, hunt god. down and kill Straight so Trump like, style. oh my god yeah. yeah and uh so i thought okay well maybe maybe he is still a maybe he is a scroll and he is doing his own thing this way but uh But I just I thought that that took a a crazy turn that I was not expecting. Um, And then you get all these people again following the the Make America Great Again thing and like shooting like that, like like Christopher McDonald gets shot in the face while he's on the air and, uh, you know, dies as a scroll and then uh the real, I think it's the British Prime Minister is speaking and she gets shot, and it's actually just the human, you know, she's she's yeah. not a scrawl and and fear is like, you know, what you've done is you've released all this fear. um, uh, uh, you know, fear leads to anger. Anger, anger, anger leads, leads to hatred, to hate, hate hatred leads, leads to, to suffering, suffering right? <laughs> and uh that's this is all that is happening. And Ritson and he's like, I don't care. But they do, they do throw in that line where Vera calls him a one-term president because yeah. we know that in 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 the next Captain America movie, uh, Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross is president.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I I knew that he was Thunderbolt Ross taking over the role. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's president in the oh, movie. So
0: I, I guess it makes sense that uh, uh, Ritson will no longer be president, and that's but how this is but this is where I start to get president the
2: Red Hulk because apparently everyone's yeah. yeah. talking about.
1: I can't wait for Red Hulk, to be honest with you. I want to see how that looks. But this is where we get to the point in the show where I think what we were talking about, how it just kind of feels so dark and, like, they don't end it with anything. It's just kind of now the world is basically in, like, a giant hate war, right? A race war. And so not only has Nick Fury failed technically because he failed everything now all the scrolls that are around still are getting hunted down by humans and then and humans are being insane and of course the scrolls are going to fight back so basically she is and now we've got gaia who basically the cia girl or mi6 sonia says yeah come work with us we don't have to like each other but we'll make it work like I, I, either way so she is now teetering on the guy is teetering on the edge of whether or not she should be good or bad because she'll be good for her dad but meanwhile scrolls around the globe are being murdered by extreme humans you don't think she's going to turn and go back to the way of i don't know it just seems and then nick fury flies away and then that's it And it's just like what the fuck was that show
0: yeah he takes his wife and they, they goes they up
3: to space Earth
2: again and, <laughs> and 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 what the solving fuck? nothing solving and so- nothing it he, solved ass. he pulled a Kevin Feige. He's he like, did. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out. See you guys. This, Deal with this that. Shit, this shit got real. I'm out. Good luck. Yeah. It, it's, I'm not, I'm
1: not, just because I watched it all so fast, I'm, I didn't really put all that together. But now talking about it, that was a terrible, terrible it, ending. It's bleak. It, it is didn't, it didn't dark. solve anything
2: no. and it made it worse. Everything got worse. Everything is worse. Yeah. And
1: yeah. so
0: they, they, uh, they show. Uh, the humans being saved and Martin Freeman is, is released from his little bubble and he's next to Rhodey and he says, Colonel Rhodes, you know, how long have you been down here? And someone says he's been down here a long time and he's wearing a hospital gown, um, which made me think that he was replaced with a scroll at the end of civil war when he was hurt by visions. Which, thing. which, which, which has
2: been confirmed by, by the director. So no, sorry, I missed that part. Who's been, so not...
0: Rhodey, Uh oh, uh, when he comes out of the bubble, he's he's wearing a hospital gown. And I thought, okay, when was the last time he was wearing a hospital gown? and he has and so to got hurt yeah. at the end of Civil War?
1: They're having to make him walk, yeah, they're having to help him right. walk.
0: So they're helping him walk. And I was like, okay, so if you're telling me, first of all, um, this plan that Gravik had uh, at the time of Civil War was not a plan, like Gravik was still this was before the blip, so like Gravik was still a child so there was no point of having a scroll replace anybody because there was no plan to infiltrate mm-hmm. people at the oh, time like yeah. there was no scroll rebellion they were still working with Fury they were still doing you know normal stuff looking because, for a new cause, home cause, so yeah, there was no Talos, point
2: his palace would have been head of he, he would have been, yeah he was head of the general. scroll Council so there
0: would yeah. have been no point to replace Rhodey at that time but if they Ooh. did do that then there were some key moments uh in the in the last few marvel movies like uh one being like when when tony does the snap and he's dying and roadie takes off the armor and he's yeah. kneeling in front of him and he's crying because tony's dying like that is an incredibly emotional important scene of like of these two longtime friends you know essentially saying goodbye and and uh and, you know, and Rhodey takes Peter away so Pepper can go in and, and kind of say goodbye to Tony. And, like, are, are they telling me that
2: he was a scroll at that point? More Showing important- that emotion to Tony Stark, who he barely knows? More importantly, rewind a bit to the moment after he was uh, paralyzed by the Vision in Civil War. When Tony is helping him rehabilitate and Stan Lee makes a cameo dropping off uh um, yeah dropping off steve rogers cell phone he says tony stink and then roadies like tony stink and he's like that's gonna stick and he, he's calling him stink right that wasn't the real roadie that was a scroll who loves tony stink uh, i don't, I don't know hard. i think that's kind of dumb yeah
0: i i think it would ruin a lot of good stuff like you know uh if they officially did replace them way back then now
1: here here's where I come to try and sew some some of it together maybe because he was one of the ones in the pods where they do that mind meld thing maybe who knows what happens maybe you take their emotions maybe you take you basically become their clone so it's maybe that's the reason why they have to be the super ver- like the super trained versions of the scrolls and they have to accept this big honor to do it because it's basically taking over their life and they never change from that person i don't fucking know like maybe yeah. that can explain some of the emotional I, shit i, I, I totally I,
2: get that do you, do you think the scroll brings a bit of his attitude like his personality to the person even though they've absorbed their memory well i
1: think they did I mean, it's, that's a good point because in this i feel like rody especially when he's having all those talks with Fury and stuff like that, is definitely not the roadie we've seen. And yeah. like, they're definitely trying to prove that it's like, is this an imposter yeah. even to the, to the viewer? Cause you're like, he's acting so cavalier and saying wrestling terms. And yes. you know what I
2: mean? Like, so I agree with you. Like that, I'm going to say this roadie, the scroll roadie is funnier than roadie. Cause you oh, think sure. back to, cause what I liked the little, the little buddy thing that happens in, in, um, in infinity war is when, uh, Doctor Banner, no, yes, it's yeah, it's it's Banner and Rhodey, kind of te- kind of our buddies, for a bit. And when they're visiting Wakanda, Rhodey tells, Rhodey tells uh, Banner that he has to bow, for for T'Challa. Right, right, it yeah, pro- he yeah, yeah, yeah. totally sets them up to like you know make a fool of himself. And I'm like, I love this Rhodey. This Rhodey is funny.
0: Or or when they're trying to when uh, when Scott Lang is trying to explain. Um, how time travel works, right? And, yep. and Rhodey says like hot tub time machine, and like yes. he throws in that he's a
2: jokester at that point. Yeah, there's, the real Rhodey is way more serious than that. The, the although new, the new Rhodey's well,
1: way better. <laughs> although there's also, I believe, they try and make him be funny too. And um, uh is it before that one? Uh, I've kind of lost my my train of thought on the comedy bit, but I feel like. Oh yeah, in and, and Ultron, he's trying to t- remember he's trying to tell the funny stories about like, and then I you drew, you want this? And he threw the tank down and no one's laughing. Because oh, oh, right. it's not really like they're like, oh, that's such a great story. I you know, I'm Thor. I don't need to yeah. do that. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'm
0: I'm hoping they retcon it to um he's replaced after the battle with Thanos at Endgame, you know, because right. I mean he was crushed, remember in uh and uh, in the, uh, when the, when the rubble fell and he had to like jettison himself out of the armor and he, he and Rocket are almost drowning mm. until, until Ant-Man comes and saves them and, and, you know, grows giant and pulls them out. And, um and so like, uh, you know, maybe he's injured there and they can retcon it to that point because he was a little bit different in, uh, uh, I did feel that he was a little bit different in. Captain America and uh, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because mm. uh, he's he's in that scene talking to Sam when they're looking at uh, you know Steve and uh, and and all the other stuff that they've got uh, for the other Captain America that the the, the African American one that they uh, had the uh, little tribute to in the museum and stuff. So, I mean, maybe that is scroll roadie. I don't know, but uh, I think it would really. Fuck up a lot of cool stuff uh, yeah. if they decided to go back and say, "Oh no, he's been a scroll this entire time." But
1: the show, the, man, so this it's... show, man, exactly. And there's one final thing—the thing that stood out to me the most after watching six episodes of this within like five hours—was they're in a nuclear power plant, exploded in whatever, right?
3: Yeah,
1: humans can't go there because radiation, whatever. So how did the human bodies that have been sitting there for who knows how many years in little pods oh, survive the radiation? And then when they're pulling them all out, it looks like a classic, like, end of movie thing where humans are all in there, no gear on, just fucking pulling them out. Yep. They would all be dead from radiation sickness within a couple of weeks, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, they completely just kind of went, <sharp> doesn't matter to stuff. <just>, uh, <laughs> That's well, radiation.
2: That's early on that episode. This is this is the bleakest ending ever.
1: Yeah. They, the next the next series is just them all in fucking bed with their eyes bleeding out and fucking yeah. just like oh yeah. <laughs> Jeez,
2: all right, yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. You episode uh, ever?
1: <laughs> they.
0: uh they kind of messed up with messed messed with a lot of stuff, and we'll kind of yeah. see the fallout. Uh, and if they decided to uh, sweep it all under the rug and pretend that it didn't happen because it was so uh, poorly received, yeah, it was not um, ideal. And
1: and let's not forget, we have to make mention of the them trying to show the "I love you" through all of your all of you, like when he kisses his wife with her true face,
3: right? Yeah. And they have
1: that out scene, and basically just like to show that the love is there because they love each other um which again we didn't really bring this up uh but uh, as greg was saying it was one of the kind of how Santa, uh, nick fury is just a dick um because the whole this whole series is basically him being mia from his wife yes of course he's nick fury and he's got a lot of o- obligations and all that kind of stuff but you never really get the sense that he he doesn't say i love you at key moments where you can tell they're they're trying to she's waiting for him to say it all this kind of stuff right like There he's not the greatest husband. You don't even know if he really cares um, or definitely she's not on a priority list for him when it comes to all his things. And at the very end, they do this moment where she goes, this is me in front of you as I am. And he says the quote again about how she's yeah. perfect or whatever. And then they have a little kiss kiss. I just didn't feel any of that as like a, a moving thing. Cause it just, their relationship didn't feel it felt very one-sided like this is this is a scroll who sat there for basically five years while he was gone up in space makes many mentions of it during the series about how she had to relearn her life without him he was gone the second time he left on her kind of thing like that but she's always smiling when he comes back she you know they have alien sex obviously the night before is how you <laughs> way you assume because they're making breakfast the next morning and we all know what happens in hollywood land when that scene takes place right yep you banged the night before you went hard so it's just it's just kind of like a weird relationship they have you know and i don't know it just it didn't sell the end to me you know what i mean like it not to mention um, all the other things we said about the fact that the world is falling apart when he decides, decides to leave so i don't know
0: the other shitty thing that fury did was in fact collect all the dna yeah. from from mm-hmm. all that now
1: But that's kind of like how he was in avengers one right where he's like the world matters and we need to have like a shield around the world like that kind of like iron man vibe thing where he'd always been that way in the early um mcu about like breaking the rules to save the world and doing things that they're they don't what what was the whole thing where i think iron man always had a problem with him right where he's like you're not telling us what we want to know because you're making nukes with my technology and all that kind of shit. like that was this the nick fury of the beginning of the the show so it kind of makes sense but
0: so anyway. what What would there's really only two purposes I would think to collect the DNA mm-hmm. uh, it would be one if all the heroes were dead and, and there was a threat against the planet they would have maybe something to work with or uh, using that DNA uh, against all the heroes if they wanted to
2: actually kill all the heroes yeah I yeah. found another retcon thing which tore with Nick Fury yeah. and his reasoning and it doesn't make sense. But th- this is more a problem with Captain Marvel than anything else. Okay, bear with me. Zach reminded me um, when when uh, Tony hacks the, uh, the shield fly thing <laughs> helicarrier. He hacks yeah. the helicarrier computer. He finds out that they have all of these weapons that they've made based on like hydra technology yeah hydra and oh, the also, cube the cube right it's yeah, from yeah, the yeah based on the, based on the tesseract but also there's stuff based on uh, the norse stuff that they retrieved after thor right and they're like what are you doing with all this stuff and he goes he's like why do you have it he's like why ask this guy and he points the thor and he goes when he showed up we realized we weren't alone in the universe and, you know, gods can come falling from the sky. At this point, he's already known that there have been aliens because he's been married to an alien for 20 years. Yeah,
1: you called it, bud. Although I might have been just, here, I'll double down on your flip, retcon flip. He... (laughs) He's just keeping up the dis- the the oh, mirage okay, sure. of the fact yeah. that the scrolls aren't even there because there no one's supposed to know the scrolls are there, right? Yeah. Like it's supposed to be them well, blending he does, into. The Doesn't little...
2: know they're there, right? Or does, he knows? No, he does. No. Yeah, he knows. Oh, yeah. He knows. He knows. There's like a ten thousand or something. Is what yeah,
1: he... He, the, whatever he saw on the boat or the of yeah. the ship at the end of Marvel, yeah. I think, is what he thought was there. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I totally get it. Here's another retcon. I want to know. Well, at what point did they? Because I'm pretty sure in Avengers when you first see Nick Fury and even Ultron he didn't have the visual cat marks on his face for where to cut his eye. I feel like at some point it was during the Marvel Captain Marvel where they show the the cat scratches eye everyone after that, he's got the patch, but then he's always got his patch off and you're seeing his blind eye or especially more importantly, you see like the scratches on his skin. The scar
2: has this, the scar did change over the years, I think.
1: So did he have it in the first Avengers? I felt like it was just a Kim with a black patch on his eye. I'd have to rewatch I it, I guess. I think you but...
2: see a bit of a scar, but oh, okay. not pronounced claw marks like it is now. Okay. I could be wrong. Those damn flurkins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um all right, so uh, let's give a, a rating out of five for the series, and uh, let's uh, let's go to Positive Island and start with uh, <laughs> start with Dax.
1: I love how I'm Positive Island on this well, piece of shit, but yeah, um, I, uh, I I'll stick with it. I'm not going to change it based on this discussion because I'm Positive Island. I gave it a three on my as soon as it was credits rolled. I'm like, I was going to say three point five, but I'm like, no, nah, that's too good. It's a three, meaning it was okay
2: um Nuno, what are you giving it uh, two i was gonna give it two yeah. but i'm thinking of two
0: um i think i'm giving it uh, uh yeah i'll give it a, do it i'll give it a 1.5 there it is yeah it, this was not a good show um all right so let's jump into our uh, uh superlatives um and we'll we'll start with our top five moments and uh um, I, I I went with the the five things that I kind of hated the most from this show uh as opposed to good things um uh number five uh and I guess it was part of the plan but so easily giving up the harvest uh, uh number four we're now left with Gaia being the most powerful person in the MCU um number three um President Riskin uh actually being a hateful racist. Yep, yeah,
1: yeah, pretty
0: much. Um uh number two, uh the super scroll fight. And uh number one, uh Rhodey being a scroll and ruining all these emotional <laughs> moments from endgame.
3: It's uh, Nuno, list, let's
2: jump to you. All right. Number five, uh the scene between Talos and Gravik. Um, in the museum that culminated with everyone around them turning into uh, graphic. They're all squirrels. But I liked Ben Mendelsohn's performance. Uh, number four, the fact that Rhodey has been a squirrel since I'm thinking Civil War. I think the director has confirmed that, whether that they stick with that or not. Three, uh, the explanation of... So this one's something I kind of liked. It's like a symbolic thing. Um, there's this center, abandoned uh, rec center or something that Nick meets with um, the Scroll Council. And uh, he explains the significance of there's a mural depicting the Afro-Caribbean community of Brixton, England. Mm-hmm. And he explains how after the Blitzkrieg in World War II, uh, uh, Jamaicans and a lot of Afro- Afro-Caribbean people were brought in to rebuild the community. And it's since been a thriving multicultural epicenter of England, and so it's about the whole refugee thing and immigration kind of ties into the scrolls. Um, Number two, that Maria Hill stayed dead, because I thought she was going to be some freaky Mm -hmm. scroll, like mutated thing. Um, Number one, graphic speech to Fury, about how Fury was his hero, and he turned him into a killer. And now he wears the face his human face is the the first person he ever murdered for yep. the theory. i, I agree with that powerful yeah that's yeah
0: like Kingsley Benadire is uh i think far and away the, the best uh, performer in in the series he he really uh um made something with that with that character and uh i'm i i hope he's not completely well actually i do kind of hope he's dead because i don't want two people with all the power <laughs> in the mcu i mean at least what they could have done uh is have like a throwaway line where uh, Gaia is meeting with uh, Sonya Falsworth uh, at the end. And, and she could have just said, you know, I'm already starting to feel things fading away. Like, I was maybe just it's about not to say permanent, that. You know, yeah. like, they could have easily done that. But now we're stuck with this with this yeah. character that. It could have uh, been
2: this really, really long belch. This, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like right. hours That's just are gone. left
1: it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dax top top five moments uh i totally agree with the uh, i also i was just about to say the i feel like most marvel villains that we've been seeing recently have been very good performances and i feel like they just do a good job at writing the villains and they get to be super over the top so if you get a good actor in there you're gonna get a good like i mean like you said earlier about being able to sink your teeth into i feel like a lot of people like to play that crazy uh kind of like you know tortured soul as an actor that would be i'd assume a, a good uh, character to, to play and as long as you get a good actor it's going to be decent And he yeah was, and he, they've he was always vertigo. done
0: a great job like you know with, yeah. with tom hiddleston in the first avengers movie you know he's yep. great as loki yep. and uh you know Kate blanchett as as hella in uh, yeah. thor ragnarok like she's awesome in that role like they they do, they do really well with casting villains for sure
1: yeah all right so mine is just i didn't really have time to write like the actual numbers but i'll start throwing out things sure. here and uh so mine is going to be things that I liked. Um, uh, okay, so <laughs> I left out the first thing I put. I actually stopped to make a note, was I liked the opening credits. I do not <laughs> like the opening credits anymore. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, not understanding what it was, I was like, hey, I like what they did with this. But what that says about me and my brain, I, I can't stand for it. But just goes to show that AI can do things that uh, we didn't... Anyway, that's a whole other thing. So we'll get rid of that. That's off the list. Fuck that. Credits sucked. Um, let's say number five, best thing was uh the reveal of Gia Gaia Gaia as a super scroll. I like the that Nick I thought it was Nick Fury again. I wasn't smart enough to see that that was coming, and then it turned out that it was her and the thing with him, and then they have their super scroll fight. Um Number four, let's go with the John Wick fight at the house. I thought that that was a cool action sequence with uh, Sonia. No, not Sonia, the, his wife and uh, Gaia. Uh, oh, there was something I didn't get to bring up, but we'll put this at number three. I liked the uh, midlife crisis. Very quick Common in the first episode when uh, the, the and I'll tie this in with nick fury and talos's relationship throughout the series i liked it as a whole i thought they worked well together and there was a sequence where he said something about you look good for a 40 year old and he goes oh i'm not even you know at my midlife crisis i haven't gone on a shopping spree what have you done or what did you do and nick fury goes i got the avengers i thought that Mm -hmm. was you know just like a quick little like haha like throwback to you know his midlife crisis um that's 3 so i got 2 left here what do we got uh okay so we'll go with the, the killing off of characters and actually sticking with it in the sake of talos and uh M- maria hill yep. i thought that that was it was good it, it left that gravitas to their lives and and that, that moment that momentous occasion um and then finally i would have to say uh the actual the acting overall in the series the portrayal of the characters was pretty good and on par with a lot of these shows that we've seen it wasn't their fault that the writing wasn't great but I feel like the character performances themselves and the relationships between like I said certain people were actually pretty good if not great so
0: how do you, how do you feel about Samuel Jackson's performance during the show I
1: feel like it you know I'm not a big Sam Jackson fan I feel like he's pretty one-dimensional but I mean I don't hate him for it but it's just that's just been his way um but I feel like he got to do a little bit of flexing in this one, but he didn't blow me away by any means. I wouldn't put him on my list of, of, of right. good acting in the show. But I feel like he kind of he fit, fit he fit in with all of them. It didn't he didn't stand out as being a piece of shit or anything like that.
0: Uh, I I kind of felt that he might have just been cashing the check, you know. I, well, I, I, just, I feel.
1: Listen, let's be real. I feel like he's been doing that since fucking true. Star Wars, yeah, like yeah, hey, that's true. He that guy cashes it. checks like no one I've ever known, which is fine. I mean, do your thing, but uh, yeah, that's my opinion on that. Nuno, you're awfully quiet. You're smirking down there in HD. What's going on? What's going through your head? I, I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> how did how did you feel
0: about Samuel L. Jackson's performance? Did you think that he was at the same level with
2: you know uh, that's um, the thing? It it was like a double edged sword. I thought it was cool that he was at the forefront but i wasn't getting a lot out of it right And i mean i, I kind of like when in, in his you know he's known for you know his expletives when he's in an r-rated movie but i kind of personally like that he says hold on to your butts like in more than one pg movie and i i would have liked to have heard that again it's, it's been a while
0: <laughs> all right uh so let's move over to our favorite uh secondary character
2: and uh nuno let's start with you all right. I am actually going with Talos. Okay. Because because he exits early on and I kind of I I, I was surprised by that and I always like seeing Ben Mendelsohn. He's a great character actor and uh it's nice to see him play a nice guy once in a while because I know he's he's known for being a really good villain. Uh Dax, what about you?
1: I agree that that Talos is very good, but I have to give it to Gravick the actor who was it Kingsley, whatever his name Kingsley was. Benedir, almost. Yeah. Almost gave it yeah. yeah. I, I just think he was great from the jump. I thought he did. I mean, as we all said, uh, glowing reviews, but I feel like he definitely was the villain that made you, he's a fucking bad dude. Like he's killing people right in front of people. He's, you know, it never really waivers, um, just a good overall performance. And capped off by a fantastic speech that uh, Nuno brought up uh, to what he thought was Nick Fury. And uh, the last time we see him, was fantastic with that speech and then he turns into a, a giant super scroll that gets destroyed in two seconds. So
2: yeah, a perfect a great
1: performance. Great performance. Capped off by a terrible death, but
0: uh I'm I'm the same. I also chose uh Gravic as my favorite uh secondary character. Um let's go with the recasting choice. Uh uh Dax, we'll start with
1: you. Mine's real fucking good. Now normally I shit the bed on this and I say something stupid because I have no concept. I'm like, oh, I don't know, yeah. make this guy this guy. However, this time, woo it's it spoke to me the second I saw it. Don't remember the character's name, but I believe it's like prosciutto or something like that. He's the Russian art dealer with the big beard and big afro. <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> pros-
0: prosciutto, the Italian meat. <laughs>
1: yeah, prosciutto, prosciutto. Uh, but anyway, I think his name is pr- 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 something or other. But he was the art dealer at the very beginning. That's the fight with Talos. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And I would recast him with Jason Manzukis. Oh, yes. adrian pimento from yes. brooklyn 99 oh, yeah. they Pimenta look Brooks. exactly the same <laughs> but i love him in brooklyn 99 like he oh, i think yeah, he's a right? hilarious comic he's, he's so funny and i mean obviously uh, i thought was i had to pick i had to pick him for that role
2: good good choice uh nuno yourself all right so mine is in the end underneath the irradiated um reactor when all the all the humans are being released when Martin Freeman looks over at Captain or Colonel Rhodes, yeah, it's Terrence Howard. Oh, oh <laughs> shit! Nice. So That's he's amazing. Been scroll, he's been a scroll since Iron Man one.
1: Oh, I like it.
2: Wow! Wow! That would be. A, that would that would be. He's rewriting swirl. the the whole thing.
1: He, you <laughs> know, just rewrote the MCU.
2: I just killed. I I just killed off Don Cheadle.
1: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. For, well, uh, I mean
0: now John Don Cheadle knows how Terrence Howard feels.
1: <laughs> no shit.
0: All is fair. Um I went uh um with uh Dermot Mulroney who played President Ritson. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I don't know, man, like uh I don't know. I don't. Maybe he's a good actor. Maybe he's he's not. I mean, I he, he's pretty good at Young Guns. I oh, remember I love um,
1: Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney yeah. is from Young Guns. Is where I first remember. Yeah. I'll always remember him from that role. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, he was great in that. But uh, I don't know. I, I I definitely don't think that he is like president of the United States uh, material. Um, I think we need uh, more more <laughs> more distinguished people than that. Here we go. who's it going to be? Uh, uh, well, I I just don't think you can. Can uh, put anybody else, but uh, Big Bang Theory is Jim Parsons.
1: <laughs> oh God,
2: nice! It works every time. Yeah, yeah. every
1: time, Jim Parsons. And there, um, there
0: you go. all right. So, so that is uh, Secret Invasion. But I, I wanted to now that I got you guys here, and I, I, I think that we should do the definitive ranking of the eight Disney Plus Marvel shows. Uh, this is the 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 TV junk podcast, so we're gonna have to come to a consensus and 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 rank these.
2: How is that possible? Well, and I they think will, it's and, they, and they will never change because we it's it's written in stone. We know exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, we're it, so it, good that it, we, uh, we have, yeah.
0: every time we do a ranking, mine changes. <laughs> um, so but, exactly, uh, how are we gonna
1: fucking come to an agreement on this? <laughs> well,
0: that's that's we'll have oh to come back God. and uh, we'll we'll yeah. cut this audio out and we'll anytime we change it, I'll just cut this audio back okay. into every time that we do it so it sounds, sounds going to be the same um do you think it's easier to start at the bottom or start at the top bottom. Ooh, probably bottom bottom yeah. um for me i i still think the worst is is this one is secret invasion i think is the worst
1: i'd agree with that out of this group i would say i agree out of that. these
0: eight shows wandavision yeah. loki falcon and the winter soldier hawkeye Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, She Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. I,
2: I, you know what? I'll give it to you because I have it at seven. Do you have She Hulk, Attorney at Law, at eight? I have Hawkeye because I'm an ass, <laughs> and <laughs> Hawkeye will always, no matter what, Hawkeye will always be number, will always be the bottom of of my not <laughs> <That's laughs> an asshole. But it, but it had it had what's your face? It had my it had my Florence Pugh in it. Yeah. That was the, yeah. the I, redeeming. I, I was- I love Florence Pugh and her, her cool little braid do that she wore in the finale. And she's eating craft dinner. hot
1: sauce. So just,
2: you're not a hot guy? No. Oh, my God. I think my it's my son's influence. He can't stand the character <laughs> of Hawkeye. Okay. And he walked out in the first episode and left me alone to watch it. God, I think Hawkeye is my favorite. It is. It is up there for me. And, and, I, for sure. and everyone loves that show. I know I'm I'm a terrible person, but I I, bet I, you... I, I don't think you're a terrible person. But Not you're definitely all. outvoted. But yeah. I, I I'm giving you it's you know what my secret invasion it could be seven or eight, so it's absolutely the bottom. We're gonna
1: have to go with eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Secret invasion at eight. Okay. Um. So we know what what you would put. Uh, <laughs> at You seven. would put Hawkeye at seven. Um. Hmm. Uh. Dax. Dax. What about you for seven? Yeah
1: you know what it's funny because i find all of the it's been such a long time i remember really right. enjoying falcon winter soldier but i know people had problems with it but i tended to like it i also really liked hawkeye one i didn't really feel the wandavision like it. I, I i might have to say wandavision to be honest with you a number
0: seven see yeah. I, I i had she hulk See, i like she hulk
1: because i thought it was so different and fresh from all of them okay but, but that's just like i i I know that it was, you know, especially, well, I remember your problem because we did this show that you were like, it wasn't quite like what the comics was and they tried to do it and you don't feel like it matched up. But I just liked it as it stood as a Marvel. It was so different from all the other Marvel shows that I really enjoyed it. But yeah. Okay. So what do you, how about, how about, I didn't do a list because I thought, I thought there's just no link and we weren't actually going to maybe do that. So I left it off. Why don't you guys read out your list and then I'll see if I can come in and we can go from there.
0: All right. Uh, Nuno, did you actually do one or no? I did. You did
1: one.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's see. Here, here, let's say where yours is. Okay. So, like, like in in, uh, in ascending order. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, go from the bottom up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah, I had Hawkeye, Secret Invasion, uh, Fall Cock, and Winter Soul Ditch. You've all got it. <laughs> right. She Hulk Attorney at Law, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, Loki, WandaVision. You had
1: WandaVision number one. Yeah. Oh
2: God! And I was struggled. I struggled between that that and Loki can flip for me. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: what do you got there, Greg?
2: Um, I had uh, a Secret Invasion
0: at uh, the bottom, and then She Hulk, and then I had Moon Knight, and then Ms. Marvel, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier at four. Uh, WandaVision at three uh loki at two and hawkeye at one
1: okay so that's i feel like we're so far off we're not going to make yeah. a
0: we're not going to do it yeah because no. i
1: mean i don't want one vision at one right. and i'm closer to you with your one with hawkeye like, i loved hawkeye so i could say hawkeye would be up there for me I ruined, um
2: i ruined it guys I,
1: but no yeah. it, that's okay though right but then like uh and I, I guess i kind of i would probably flip your moon knight miss marvel greg i feel okay. like like i did like miss marvel Yeah, but I I felt like maybe they weren't, you know, I would take Moon Knight over Miss Marvel. Loki, I remember liking at the time, but it didn't really stick with me for some reason. Like for some reason, She-Hulk stuck with me as a standalone. I'm sure Loki, I mean, I remember loving Loki. and I'm going to enjoy part two, but it wasn't like I was blown away by it by any means. Um, I guess I could be lower with the Falcon and Winter Soldier because it was so far away. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely not with uh, Nuno's WandaVision, that's for sure. I don't know why. I Just kind of, I liked the first three or four episodes of WandaVision when it was doing all the different episodes and shit. But then when it got into the other witch and all that kind of stuff, I was like boring. Yeah. So okay, so like the
0: the first four of the Disney Plus shows were WandaVision and Loki and Hawkeye and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not sure which order, but uh, Falcon those, was the first one. Those were the first four. Um, do you think that the first four were better than the
2: last four? Uh, yes.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Then that's what we've decided.
2: The first <laughs> like four like yep. as we, a collective are I better agree.
0: than that the is last a, good four as a, yeah. a good way to do it. That's a good way to do it, buddy. We did it.
1: We did it.
0: we uh, did it. All right. Uh Dax, your favorite part of the podcast. Uh, where can people find you online?
1: Oh my goodness. You can find me just by typing Dax Gordine into the internet Google search engine, but you can find me at DaxGordine.com. Uh, D underscore underscore GEE on Twitter, on the X uh, platform, uh, previously known as Twitter and uh, Instagram, and uh, Dax Green on Facebook. You can find me there too. So just wherever you want to find me. Nuno, where can people find you?
2: My online portfolio is NunoP or Nunop.com. Uh, there are, uh, got all my variant cover comic book covers on there. Very cool stuff, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Docs. I'm looking forward to getting uh, your. Did you get number three? It's it's on its way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working on. I I think I got all three coming my way. Nice. Like it. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to to forest folk. Thanks, buddy. Um, Yeah. No. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, and links to all my socials on there. Uh yeah you can find us a uh, TV Junk podcast on Twitter also
0: Gasman lives on on Twitter Gasman lives on uh Instagram if you want to look at pictures of my dog um which uh, you do yeah and I uh um I've started my own uh, uh Malaysia and Luxembourg travel websites <laughs> to uh to promote the the beauty of those two countries Absolutely and um Thanks for checking out this podcast. And uh, you can check out episode 23, which which I believe will be season two of The Bear. So uh, thanks for listening to the show. See you next time.
3: You can watch Mr. Rogers. You can watch Three Company. And you can turn on fame or the newlywed game or the Adams Family. Say, you can watch Barney Miller. And you can watch your MTV. And you can watch till your eyes fall out of your head. Person. you can watch Phil Donahue, and you can use TV Guide to help you decide with a capitalized review. Say, you can watch 60 Minutes, even Captain Kangaroo, but there's only one set, so whatever you watch, well, you know I gotta watch it too. Say, give it up, and give it up. All of them had hair of gold, like the mother, the youngest one in curls. It's the story of a man named Brady, who was busy with three boys of his own. There were four men living all together. Of the Brady Bunch, yeah, of the Brady Bunch, it's the Brady Bunch.